Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Teller Talks Podcast. I'm Mason, and I'm here with my friend David, and I mentioned in the last episode that I was going to try to bring him back on, and uh, he ended up coming the very next day after I, we recorded the episode, uh, so that ended up being nice. Um, threw up the fat signal, and I was just like, <laughs> tell me when. Here it is. Um, so, uh, brought him back because want want to cover a couple topics, uh, for sure. Uh, a lot's been going on in this world. Uh, some real messed up stuff, some crazy stuff, um, and, you know, including cancel culture, um, you know, the Fort Hood stuff that's going on right now, and, uh, Black Lives Matter is still, still a thing, but the media is all, all back on the Rona, um, and they've kind of strayed away from it, you know, and, it, and it's not, it, Trump signed an executive order or whatever that was some form of police reform. I didn't really read it. I don't know what was in it. Um, But I know the fight for qualified immunity is still there. Um, Or for against qualified immunity. We don't don't want police to have (laughs) qualified immunity. Um, And then uh, also the the Breonna Taylor thing still blows my mind. Uh, because no no one's talking about it anymore, at least in the media. I know people on social media are talking about it. Um, and it's it's disheartening, because like, it's a lot of voices that just went unheard. Um, ooh, so we are recording on July 3rd, uh, so if you hear any booms, it's probably the fireworks. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of voices that seem to have gone unheard, and it's uncomfortable to me um but yeah so i wanted to bring david back on so we could talk about these things um because with me and caitlin it's it's all happy-go-lucky married life and stuff and um but some of these things do need to be talked about and i think it's important uh so it's it's nice to bring on a guest and we're gonna get started so uh most recent news headline regarding black lives matter that i saw Mm -hmm. Um, was Seattle had, or the Seattle PD had taken down CHOP, right? And I guess, it, you know, they'd taken it back in a matter of minutes. And I know that most of the uh, protesters had left at that point. Chaz is no more, bruh. Yeah, um, you know, all those crops, what are we going to do? <laughs> uh, but that was it, you know, like, and uh, I haven't I haven't seen anything else uh, in the last week. And I normally knew, do a, uh, like, a daily news read. Uh, especially when I'm at work and I'm really bored, like I'll be like, "Oh, well, like let's check out the news today," and right. it's all Rona. You know, there's no, no BLM anymore. Yeah. Uh, and like, I just feel like we missed the point. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, especially when you have states like Arizona and Texas and Florida reopening and trying to try to get out about their lives, but then doing so prematurely, that they then force themselves back into the news cycle because guess what? new cases I, I saw something I think it was Instagram it was like Arizona has a population of less than 8 million and had more new cases reported in one day than all of the European Union which has a population of 446 million <laughs> we're winning <laughs> aren't you tired of winning no never I, I'm never tired of winning I am tired of winning so it's real funny because uh, Kaylin is going to New Mexico with the boys in two weeks right Hey man, <laughs> but, get your money back. So like New Mexico is uh, 
one of the states that's like either staying steady or declining um <laughs> but they're on either side like on either side of them is arizona uh-huh. and texas uh-huh. <laughs> who has rapidly increasing cases uh-huh. and so it's just like that uh scene in the office where pam is pointing finger guns at um and I think Michael it's at Michael Dwight, and Dwight. And they're all they're all pointing finger guns at each yeah. other. And Pam's like, nobody move. <laughs> and so that's that's like New Mexico right now. Of like, just have them say "dead nuts" in the center of the state. Yeah, uh, Santa Fe or Albuquerque, whichever. I mean, she's going to Alamogordo, where like the population is like ten thousand people. Oh, the so. radiation will kill all of the Rona. So yeah, she'll be fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so it, it's all Rona all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the main reason, and I'm just speculating here, I have no research to back this up whatsoever. Oh, you're not a scientist? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I'm I'll not just... a political scientist. I'm not a scientist. Nothing. I left my degree in the car. So oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's no proof. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that the reason they haven't gone after the police officers in Breonna Taylor's case is because um, a judge had to sign a no-knock warrant, right? And if you're going to go after the police officers, you're also going to have to go after the judge who signed the no-knock warrant for possibly the wrong address. Right. Um, which caused the whole thing. Opens up a whole new can of worms. Right, and it, yeah. would probably, it would probably require a federal investigation because now you're, you know, you're investigating a state judge. Um, you can't trust the state to investigate itself, you know. Well, luckily we have a federal body that is willing to investigate. What? Oh, no. Uh, no, wah, there there wah, is wah, no wah. there is no federal um, federal snitch, I guess you know. <laughs> uh, Epstein's gone. Yeah, Epstein's gone, and uh, his accomplice from the '90s or whatever yeah. is now going to the exact same. Apparently, has some French-sounding name that doesn't have the S in it. It's like Guillaume or something. Yeah, Guillaume Maximilian or whatever. Yeah, something I don't know. Like. Uh, but yeah, so there's no federal snitch. So. <laughs> Um, which is funny because, um, my buddy Justin, you know, Justin, mm. um, he, uh, he was, he said that we should have an entirely separate entity that's not, you know, the FBI or the police or, or anything, you know, like, um, he said it could even be run by like military or former military since a lot of military are, are actually riding this this Black Lives Matter train um, that just is literally there to police the police. It's not internal affairs. It's not anything like that. It's literally like people sitting there reading the police reports, looking at body cam footage and being like, nope, you broke this law, this law, this law, and this law, so now you, you will be prosecuted on these. Mm. Um, you know, and it's like it's totally separate entity. It's not, it's not anything to really do with law enforcement. It's literally just people policing the police this separate entity thing will be a theme later on (laughs) for a different reason but stay tuned for the payoff um so and i was like that's a really good idea i think Mm -hmm. i think it would really have some positive payout because then it's you know citizens working for citizens yeah um and uh you know people say defund the police and uh i think that message is lost because they're like we're not we don't want to like get rid of the police we want to put that money towards um like social workers and stuff right yeah. but you know a lot of people they just hear defund the police and you're yeah whoever was behind the marketing of that is an idiot because 
that's obviously not what they mean. Yeah. But then for the people with the news bites or the sound bites rather on the news, like Fox News, like you said, all they hear is defund the police. It's like, oh, you want to take money from the police? It's like, yes, not all the money. Like we still want cops. Yeah. We just don't. We still, yeah. <laughs> we don't just want lawlessness in the streets. However, there are situations that can be better handled by better trained and better equipped personnel. And if we allocated the money for, say, I don't know, a tank and an AR-15 that went to the Los Angeles school district a few years ago <laughs> and maybe put it towards some social workers that could deal with, you know, a veteran with PTSD who's just having a bad day, maybe they could talk to him or talk him down instead of the police showing up and just say, well, I'm carrying around this, this heavy bullet. Let me just get rid of it. Oh, he can hold it for me, you know? Right. So. Yeah, and so, yeah, marketing is bad on that one. Yes. Yeah. They, they just hear defund the police. and. But that's a, that's a fundamental problem of if you want to go, like, obviously this isn't a political thing, but, like, if you want to go left or right or Dem or whatever, Lib versus conservative, like, that's a problem in their messaging. Like, even taking a, a simple example, simple, as, as Bernie Sanders' campaigns, he was reduced to oh being a socialist whereas if you actually took and i'm not saying this as a bernie bro or anything like that like i was undecided during this campaign for the democrats well they um, decided for us anyway oh thank so. you thank you democrats thanks <laughs> uh, i had a lot on my plate this this season so i appreciate you doing that for me um but yeah if you if you like if you just hear what's being said on the news as opposed to doing the research for yourself it's the difference between oh he's a communist like china or soviet union and more so like oh, well his ideas have been in play in some places or like somebody put it as if you're against socialism are you against public funds being used for the cops we were just talking about the fire department that comes and puts your house out and it's probably going to put out 19 fires in the area this weekend from illegal fireworks like right you know, there's just a lack of understanding in the american populace on a lot of these issues and they just they see a clicky title and they're like yep that's me and it falls into their their worldview and they they just run with it yeah they scratch the surface and then they're like that's what it is and they don't dig any deeper and, it, and it's done um so that's why the defund the police isn't working that's why um uh, like as much as I hate to say it, like that's I think that's part of the reason why Black Lives Matter also isn't working, um, because for some twisted reason, people hear Black Lives Matter and just assume that it's like, well, why don't white lives matter? Why don't brown lives matter? You know, and it's like mm-hmm. that's that's not, yeah, it's not what we're saying. Okay, we're right. saying that in this moment, yeah, black lives seem to not matter, <laughs> yeah, and so we're trying to tell you that they do, right? And so I I don't know how to like change that or like make it better for like everyone to be like okay you know what uh yeah this is kind of messed up um and and i don't know maybe 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 change it to just like a end police brutality kind of thing like because because i know that's what it is it's just we want to end police brutality um and like for some reason they're being racist when they distribute their brutality (laughs) unevenly Yeah. yeah um and so it's like we just 
we just want the police to not use excessive force. That's that's really all we're asking for, right? Um, and if you're going to use excessive force, it better be like justified and on your body cam instead of whoops turned off. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So one thing about the the Black Lives versus or like the blank Lives Matter thing, I've seen so many. I mean, I'm sure your listeners as well. Like this isn't unique to me, but like everybody, if you just go on your Instagram feed, you're seeing people post about either Black Lives Matter or Breonna Taylor or George Floyd, any of the, or lately, um, Vanessa Guillen, who we'll get into later, but a few of the more, um, I don't say memorable, but like some of the posts that stood out to me were um, the people that argue like all lives matter and the analogy they made was saying, hey, this house in the neighborhood is on fire but you're saying oh all houses matter it's like yeah they do but we need to fix this one because if we don't guess what happens your house is going to be your on house fire. and then all houses are on fire. yeah so and then another one similarly you'll hear blue lives matter and it's like okay maybe i mean you know fair enough However, one post that I didn't even really think about before this because there's too much for any of us to, to like ingest on any day. Like you can't take all this in. Even if you work for the news and it's your job, there's way too much. But one That was a big one. One thing that um, I took from I saw somebody post about Blue Lives Matter and what they said is you choose to be a cop. You don't choose to be black. Or if you want to extend this to brown lives matter, you don't choose to be brown. Asian lives matter. You don't choose to be Asian. You don't choose that. You choose to be a cop. And that that kind of made sense. I was like, yeah, you don't choose. But then it, it also got me thinking, like, for those people that, you know, because we know a few people that are in the military, it's like, well, then, is this reverence that we give to our military like oh thank you for your service even though that's an empty thing to say for the most part like does that kind of need the same criticism as blue lives matter because you chose to go in the military you weren't it's not like the 70s where you were court ordered to go into the military or go to jail because like you were a bad kid or something right you chose to go in um, so do you get the same reverence? But then the counter to that counter is, I mean, usually, you know, a few outstanding cases, you know, notwithstanding, the military isn't gunning down the people of its own country that it's... it's supposed to be protecting. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, there you know there are those few cases you know with whenever the national guard or something gets involved and you know something happens, yeah. something uh, like that maybe uh, Fort Hood or something. Oh yeah, you know Spoiler? maybe maybe Fort Hood. Spoiler? What? Spoiler? <laughs> Spoiler? <laughs> um. Yeah, I I. I don't. That's the thing too. Like, um, people like see see a soldier, a sailor, a marine, an airman, or soon to be spaceman. Um, and uh like there's this 
reverence for them, you know, like, oh, like, you know, they chose to serve their country, and it's like, some of them, it's like, actually, I just couldn't find a job, so yeah, <laughs> I'm here, you know, like, it's, yeah. it's nothing special to them, um, but people treat it with a certain level of respect that, um, I don't know, like, you know, there are people like Chief Gallagher, uh, the Navy SEAL who committed war crimes, and, you know, he was pardoned, and Oh, uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then uh, the commander, Siova, uh, was it like the Fat Tony scandal or yep, like, something like that. Um, but then there are also people like uh, Captain Crozier, yes, who like actually cares about his people way beyond anything that could have been asked of him, mm-hmm. and you know he gets treated like shit for it. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. Like there are. There are definitely those cops that are like, you're a worthless piece of shit, and you probably couldn't find anything else to do, so you decided to be a police officer, right? But then there are those others that it's like, you have probably gone above and beyond what's been asked of you. Um, but, like, I'm sure we don't hear all the bad stories, and we definitely don't hear all the good stories. Yeah. Um, no, especially, I mean, like, you know, in, in Hollywood, dramatizes a lot of that. Like, you don't dramatize the good stories and end with, a, you know, that 80s, like, high-five, mid-air screen pause. What are you talking about? Haven't you ever seen 21 Jump Street? <laughs> I have. That's good. Not as good as 22 Jump Street. 22, no, 22 Jump Street was so funny just because the entire joke in the movie was, you're doing the exact same thing. Oh, uh, Ice Cube is so good. <laughs> My name is Yav. Um... But no, like that's so going just tying something onto what you get, what you just just piggybacking off what you just said. Oh, um, I'm triggered. Oh well, if you need a safe space, I don't have one. We're in my safe space. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, just the idea that there are. Um, so the military, you know, we were saying like, oh, there's this reverence for it. Cops, you know, all you know, blue lives matter, blah blah blah, cousin, cousin, cousin. There's this idea that whatever group you pick, cops, military, blah, 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 is a microcosm of the society in general. So if you believe in that idea, for sure there's going to be some bad apples in all those groups. Not excusing that, but there are going to be. You have to, if you believe in that idea, you have to acknowledge that there are going to be a certain there is going to be a certain percentage of people in that group of people that you hold up higher than the normal standard that are going to fall short of that standard like one just like a joking example um if anybody's familiar with this podcaster his name is uh joe rogan one of the things that he says is he has i forget how many followers on instagram or whatever but he's like if one percent of america are assholes that means in a country of 330 million people there's over 3 million assholes right and some of them are lighting off fireworks in the background <laughs> while we're doing this podcast so you have to then if you again if you believe in that idea you have to say okay well there's going to be bad apples in the military there's going to be bad apples in the police force like we've seen and your hope is that you know the overwhelming majority are good but i think i think we made this analogy the last time i was on five weeks ago and i'm surprised we haven't solved all the problems um is that 
you know, I think like Chris Rock said, like, there are certain jobs you can't be bad at. Like, you can't be a pilot and say, hey, 90% of our pilots like to land safely. Yeah. You know? So. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Um, but so on the flip side of that, I have seen a lot of, um, like, social media posts or whatever, you know, um, TikToks and stuff that it's like. Um, there will be, like, a, you know, a picture of, like, a black dude, like, posing with a cop and, you know, like, shaking his hand or doing something, you know, like... Yeah. Like, hey, you know, like... Like, hey, it's not all of us. It's not all of us. Yeah. It's not all of you. We get it, you know, like... Um, Kendall and, Jenner putting a... Giving somebody a Coke. Yeah, right. Kylie. Uh, Whichever one is one of them. But, uh, yeah, and then, like, like, black people will be, like, will do the... As a member of the black community we hand this man over to the white community or something and it's like <laughs> it's like bro really like <laughs> that's what you're gonna do like <laughs> just because they're shaking hands with a cop or traitor <laughs> yeah and it's like it's, it's not like there has to be sides you know like yeah. i i get that there are you know but um there doesn't have to be like you can support the police but also support like putting money elsewhere and not militarizing the police, um, and like I, I wish I could use the the UK as an example for like, well, you know, the police don't need guns, but they, London is. They should maybe look into getting some. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you know, maybe just like a couple handguns. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a couple pew pews. <laughs> just, just to be whatever. But like for a long time, they you know they haven't had any guns, and yeah. they they were doing pretty well. I don't know what happened with this latest mayor in London, but. <laughs> Uh, Sadiq Khan, I think, or nope. Nope, definitely not. That was definitely not it. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, like, they were doing well, you know? Like, yeah, they had a Batman climb up the side of Buckingham Palace one time, but <laughs> what harm was he going to do? You know, he was just climbing up the side. Yeah. Um, and there's this comedian, uh, Chris Titus, who's like, uh, he's like, you couldn't do that in America. He's like, in America, you would have 10 seconds of Batman climbing up the White House and you'd have a dead Batman. (laughs) (laughs) The entire Secret Service would start shooting him. (laughs) You'd be on to the George Clooney one. It's going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, and I was talking to our friend Jill the other day too and I was like, maybe not every police officer needs to carry a gun. You know, um, maybe what we do is, you know, we do some psych evaluations and uh, you know we, we do some like they, they have to go through a series of testing yeah to even carry a gun and otherwise they just get a taser you know um <laughs> yeah cause nothing could go wrong with a taser yeah, well look but no no go ahead um but yeah and so like you just you sit and you wait and you 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 have to go through testing in order to carry a firearm. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I mean, you would clearly have a lot less shootings, for one. Um, I I get that the SWAT team in a lot of places, it, you know, can be necessary, um, especially in, in big, big cities like L.A., New York. Um, but, like, you know, Pasadena, Maryland doesn't need a SWAT team, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah, do you need army surplus vehicles? Yeah, like... That have been in war zones, but now we just paint them black. And then it's, you know, put PD on the side, you're yeah. good to go, right? Like, we don't need that. Um, so it's like, if we just let 
certain police officers that have been tested and qualified and you know gone through all this rigorous testing to carry a firearm um but i think a lot of the issues would go away and clearly that like it won't eliminate all of them because you have cases like george floyd where a gun wasn't pulled at all and you know the dude just murdered the man for no fucking reason yeah um but it, it would eliminate a lot of those those shooting incidents that it's like this isn't necessary to have um and I, I don't know what city Breonna Taylor was in. Lexington, Kentucky, if I'm... I know it was Kentucky. I'm pretty sure it was Lexington. Okay. And did they really... Did they need, like, assault rifles to... Sure didn't. <laughs> somebody was sleeping. Um, you know, to carry, carry out also, their mission? I heard they were trying to... Or they did. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a scientist, so I haven't looked this up. But I heard that, you know cops the the boyfriend brianna's boyfriend didn't know there were cops he just knows somebody's shooting into the apartment he returns fire i guess maybe he like injured one of them or something so they're trying they were trying to or maybe have charged him with like assaulting an officer or something like ironically ridiculous because he was just defending from an unknown assailant and because it happened to be a police personnel uh they're going to try or have tried to get him on that. Oh, like a harsher sentence? Yeah. Like, where if it was like, just hey, like assault? Yeah, hey, you shot, a, you shot out a policeman. It's like, well, I didn't know it was a policeman because you did not can present yourself as a policeman. Right. So, like, just like in the, the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, there are articles protecting against non-commissioned officers and officers, but if you are not one of those, it's just assault, right? Mm. But if they get you on assault against a non-commissioned officer or an assault against an officer okay it's a much harsher sentence mm. um which like so if i you know were to go beat up seaman timmy then tomorrow like nothing would I, I would get an assault charge right and that would be the end of it right but if seaman timmy were lieutenant to be colonel yeah if i were to go beat timmy. up lieutenant colonel timmy yeah <laughs> um then i would get probably a court-martial mm-hmm. versus just you know like a article 15 yeah um so it, it, things like that and but then there's also the the no knock warrant issue right of like is there really a need for a no knock warrant for what <laughs> drugs i consider drugs a victimless crime um i, I don't yeah as long as you're not like peddling in them or like you know using like using people as mules or anything like if you're doing it to yourself right fine even even if you're like selling it i don't care who cares that you're selling it right like someone's someone has to make the decision to go buy it right as long as you're not cutting people open and shoving your drugs in there and then having them go somewhere then cutting them open again and pulling them out i kind of don't care um so it like um that's what they were going after right they were going they were going after a supposed drug dealer is that really a necessity for a no-knock warrant? No. Like, no. if they could, even if you have a warrant, right? And you, you knock and you're like, hey, we have a warrant, we're going to come in. Like, they can only hide so much stuff before they let you in the house, right? Yeah. And then, if depending on the extensiveness of the warrant, you're going to find it. Yeah. The toilet can only flush so many times per minute. Right. And, like, allegedly. You know, and if 
you're clearly hearing like rustling in the house and like they're trying to hide stuff then at that point like you've knocked you've been like hey we're we're going to come in this is now a knock warned <laughs> yeah like yeah. um i think that would solve a lot of issues you could even surround the house you know like so if yeah. they try to get out the back door or whatever like yeah. there are also, officers like, there i mean i guess there are the pockets anywhere right but like and again maybe this is a an a reflection of like you know tv culture and all that all that but like if if you say hey where would you think there are drug lords obviously la new york miami el paso texas <laughs> el paso texas for sure uh breaking bad just opened up a whole just yeah just right. a decade ago opened up a whole new area but I, I don't I don't know if Lexington, Kentucky cracks my top ten. Maybe yeah. no. top fifteen. <laughs> but I don't think like, oh, that's the drug lord of Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> Let's get him. Like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, like Mitch McConnell was a representative senator. Like which and like like I said, I haven't done a whole lot of research into it, right? But like what I think we've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> what drugs were they looking for, right? Like what, what was it heroin? Was it meth? Was it um you know, crack? Was I it mean, I meat? guess you could ask the guy that they already arrested before the no knock warrant. Well, took we place. could, right? We, we could. could. <laughs> we could. But why? You know, what's the point of doing no. that? Um We got the guns. Pew 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 pew. pew, pew. <laughs> That's the silencer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I I don't know what it was, but part of me just like immediately thinks they were probably just looking for marijuana. Yeah, and it's like who the fuck cares? There's the one. <laughs> um, like it's 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 marijuana, right? Yeah. It's, it, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Just I, let it go, man. That's something I've always like. I wouldn't say always said, but like you know, I've never really been into drugs i mean i guess if you want to play the well actually alcohol is a drug like okay fine you got me there but like i've never had an interest in drugs i've jokingly said if i ever did anything it would be mushrooms or cocaine which complete opposites right (laughs) but like even the people like i was out in colorado for a wedding last june you know let's you see dispensaries left and right and it's like oh that's cool like obviously I wasn't into it, um, but like that, it is a thing available to people, and they don't necessarily have to go through the hoops of oh, I need this medically, which doesn't also even you know clear you from things as we've seen from other cases. But the fact that it's available, it's like who cares? It's a plant. Like who cares? Now, if you want to get into some of those weirder things like bath salts and stuff maybe we'll have a a separate conversation there but the fact that a plant is illegal and not only illegal the highest schedule of illegal in this country is just wrong i think wrong and there's so many people incarcerated for antiquated laws related to it like non-violent drug offenses like if you did stuff in connection with it okay fine like if you murdered a dude to like <laughs> to get a your ba- weed yeah, yeah through a bad marijuana sale all right fine maybe hey don't murder next time but like like if, you, if you're just eh, i got busted with 
X amount and I'm in a state that has terrible laws like Alabama and I'm a disabled veteran with PTSD and a medical marijuana license card and I just happen to be playing my music too loudly at a gas station while playing air guitar and then I get arrested and I'm looking at five years in prison real story then maybe you know let's refigure some stuff right because um, I I was reading this article the other day and I think it said somewhere of like 70% of the um, people incarcerated for like victimless drug crimes like just possession and stuff like that um, like 70% are black people what yeah in- I wish this was a video podcast because this is where the editor would cut to the surprise Pikachu. Yeah. Um, the editor being me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and it's like, what? What? Like, I know way more white people <laughs> that smoke weed. And, and, you know, maybe that's just because I don't, you know, maybe I don't know a lot of black people. But, like, hey, David. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, but it's like, like my hometown in California, like black kids weren't doing weed. It was all the white kids and Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's what they were doing. I mean, the drug laws are. I mean, again, as somebody who I don't know if we've made this abundantly clear, we have not studied any of this. Um, not even so much as read a Wikipedia article. But oh, I am a drug and alcohol prevention guy, so. May I take this opportunity to thank you for your service? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I won't, but I'm okay, glad you like, met yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so, like, even if you talk about things like, um, you know, in the 80s, the application of the drug laws for cocaine versus crack and who was more likely to use or have one versus the other. And, like, the laws were, and I don't have, like, you know, numbers or comparative numbers, but the idea was there were way harsher sentences crack compared to cocaine and the people who were more likely to be affected by the crack sentences were inner city black people of color minorities whatever you want to use the term and then the cocaine people were your whites and you know there there are variations of those things to this day and probably gonna continue yeah so i mean like um so I've been listening to the podcast, Brilliant Idiots. Um, absolutely love it. Um, I, I've gone through three episodes so far, and I've yet to find something that I disagree with when Andrew Schultz speaks. Um, and um, they really recommend it. Really recommend the podcast. Um, they, they are so good. Uh, but it's just... They, they even talk about, like, how certain laws, um, well, I mean, if you really want to get into it, like, Brock Turner spent two months in jail for rape. Mm-hmm. Like, he's co- he's a white college athlete, like. Now he's afraid to, like, go out to the store. Yeah, well, I mean, he should be, because. He should be. Someone should kill him, but. Because <laughs> um, the judge was like, what's it going to do to his future? Yeah, I don't give a fuck what it's going to do to his future. He's swimming. <laughs> hey, you think he's going to make more medals than Michael Phelps? Yeah. Who uh, also nope. isn't allowed hey, to... He's a national hero. <laughs> but who oh. also isn't allowed to smoke weed. Oh, that's where, uh, that's where you're going. Okay, good. I probably should let you finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, who, who's not allowed to smoke weed because I think he's you from know. Baltimore or like from Maryland. Oh yeah, I think he is. Yeah. But it's like local boy does well. <laughs> well, until, you know, until he started doing drugs. Uh, allegedly. Uh, but yeah, so like a an Olympic athlete. Yeah, smoke marijuana occasionally. What? Strip the medals? Yeah, take the medals. Performance enhancing. <laughs> He's blood doping. Yeah. What? No, all I said is I smoke marijuana. I was in water <laughs> for meters upon meters. Do you even know what a meter is? Yeah, yeah, it's what we use to test how much marijuana cigarettes is in your body. <laughs> and those are the people. Uh oh. What's up, bud? Um, I need my pet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's over there. It's behind the dog cage. Ezra came down, guys. <laughs> Say hi. Special, hi. <laughs> Special appearance by Ezra. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get victimless crimes. And the people who suffer most from victimless crimes are minorities who get incarcerated for them. The victims of victimless crimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah. Victims of antiquity. An- <laughs> antiquity? <laughs> Antebellum. <laughs> yeah, the the victims of old laws that shouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Antiquated, right? That's the word? That is the word you were looking for. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to throw, like, antiquity and antiquated together, yeah, and you. it just didn't... I was going to let you get there. Yeah, Under- well, you know, it is what it is. Raise me up. Tomorrow is fun day. Tomorrow is fun day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, love you, Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, and people are always wanting to, well, what about black on black crime? It's like, come on, guys, really? Like, like black on black crime has nothing to do with a police officer murdering another man. Yeah, the what ifism is just kind of like one of those tricks of like in uh I think um I think in jujitsu there's this not that I not that I play jujitsu or anything. Uh play jujitsu. <laughs> that's actually what it's called. Like you're a jujitsu player. I thought that was hilarious when I first heard it, I was like, all right. And then I got tapped out by a brown belt. I was like, all right, fair enough. You <laughs> all, win. Right. all right, let go. You're the player. Arm. Got it. I need that arm. Play on player. Um, there's this move called uh, Mitsubishi, I guess, like the car company, which I don't even know if they're still around. But um, No, they don't make them anymore. They don't? No. Nope. Oh, rip. Um, thanks, Obama. So <laughs> it's this move where it's, it's just called, like, it's, like, basically where you bedazzle or decept- give deception to your the person you're playing with like you know you like whoop 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 over here and then you hit them with something over there um so in that sense like all of this is or all of what you're just talking about is kind of like a deception or um like a circus trick or something it's like and now for my next act oh look over here and then they're just changing everything behind the scenes right and so uh yeah, God, that, it really bothers me because it's like that has nothing to do with it. Um, uh, George Floyd had, had been a, a convicted criminal, right? And like that was five years ago that he had been released and yeah. was like trying to turn his life around, right? Yeah. Um, and 
now he doesn't get the opportunity to continue to turn his life around. Um, Brianna Taylor was an upstanding citizen, uh, an EMT who, uh, during these times of Rona, yeah, is kind of a necessity. Um, and well, now she doesn't get to get to help save lives. Um, so it's a lot of things like this, and it's it's not cool. Um, and I, I don't think it's right that the media isn't still talking about it. Um, they're, they're, you know, moved on to the Rona. And while the Rona is important, um, I, I think it's important that we remember these people and that we remember uh, what the protests were about. Uh, because nothing's going to change if we just stop. Right. We have the the moment where we're supposed to do stuff and then... You know, we're in that 24-hour news cycle state of mind where it's like, all right, on to the next. And, you know, the the George Floyd thing has lasted as it reasonably should. I'm not saying, oh, it's lasted too long. Like, for sure, it should not go out. Like Mason is saying, it shouldn't go out of... Should I say Mason or, like, are we having a conversation? Like, like you're saying. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like you're saying. There might just happen to be people listening. Uh, like Mason, <laughs> like Mason, who is you? Like you're saying, it's like a radio talk show. Yeah, huh. welcome to. Um, yeah, so that conversation should not go away, um, especially because we still like we haven't had extensive police reform, which is what no, we need, right? We haven't, and in this particular case, there uh, hasn't been at least yet, because obviously the gears of justice move as they do but at least quote unquote at least compared to other cases the protests the many protests that i have seen around george floyd and black lives matter which you know i i can't participate in because of you know covid concerns but like i've seen my sister like i have i have three nephews um, I don't have any kids myself, but I have three nephews. Um, one of them a little more fair-skinned um, because his father is Hispanic, so maybe he probably has about your skin tone, actually. Okay. But then the other two are, like, you know, you're when they grow up to be teenagers or the age of Tamir Rice or Trayvon Martin or anybody, like society whether they want to be seen this way or not they're gonna probably see them as black um you know not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that from their view but like from society's view maybe it causes problems but it was good to see you know on like my sister's um instagram whatever like she brought her son who is like 10 10 or 11 10 now he's 10 um, I had to question because he's like super tall. It's ridiculous. But like, uh, brought him to like a local Black Lives Matter march in their town in Connecticut, and my my a couple of my other sisters were there. Like, I was able to see them. You know, everybody's got the mask on or whatever. But like, it's good to see that she is being this positive influence to him and teaching him about these issues, and that he's engaged. It's just sad that we have to have to do that in 2020 
But the fact that the George Floyd movement is still going on is an encouraging sign. And it is, I think I checked yesterday or so, that it is the most signed change.org petition with like almost 19 million signatures. I mean, that's more than, you know, like, you know, the build the wall stuff and the <laughs> 2016 recount stuff and just all these weird, like, if you probably typed in like weird change.org petitions and it's like, oh, this person started a petition so that this dog that killed a rabbit in some county in Tennessee doesn't get charged with murder or something. <laughs> like, that's an actual, like, I'm kind of misremembering the specifics, but the overall idea is there. There was a dog who killed like a rabbit or a ferret or something and they wanted to kill it and then a petition went out what about the uh the game of thrones finale the last season of game of well thrones, that, that one petition? is still going on and i feel strongly about that but we can save that for next week's episode because <laughs> i have thoughts um but no like the so the fact that george floyd and that petition is still going is great the fact that um like you said brianna taylor has kind of like stuff around her has started to trend off in quote-unquote favor of these people from dumb states that are these dumb people from states excuse me yeah they're dumb states too these dumb people from dumb states who have caused or might be leading us to a second wave of corona and how that's now re-dominating the news it's like what is happening like there are still real issues not saying corona isn't because it can be a serious thing but like Breonna Taylor's murder is also serious and like I'll see people you know my friends they'll hit you with these like weird posts or reposts it's like oh the perfect way to start the day um mix two eggs quarter cup of milk stir throw in a pan and then find Breonna Taylor's killers and bring them to justice like it's the the Rochambeau not Rochambeau but like the again deception but it's like we need to still talk about this like you can't just let these people off i think at at best in that case like and this was back in like february or something and one of the cops was just recently fired no charges but just yeah just fired fired. and that's not a win that's that's i mean i don't know that necessarily anything would be a win for the taylor family but for sure just saying hey uh well he's no longer a law enforcement officer that's yeah it doesn't change anything no. like we we need we need reform yeah and we need justice and like that's and like all these stupid things that are going on right now like oh we painted black lives matter on the street and it's like that's great did you do anything with your police department well no okay well that's not going to change anything and then the the NFL is like, oh, well, we're gonna sing the the black national anthem, um, for games now, and it's like, okay, cool. but yeah, so Great. like, aren't you guys millionaires and the your owners are are billionaires? Like, aren't aren't you guys gonna like I don't know maybe lobby for politicians to to do something? Like, you have power, you have money. Like that, and it it bothers me that um, there's the argument that like, well, they need to they need to have they need to go back to work too. They have jobs, and it's like 
they have jobs making millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, if they if they weren't able to like do some financial investments or plan and go see a CFS or something like that's on them. Like yeah, like <laughs> I've made it with I've. <laughs> I'm granted I don't have thirteen different kids by eleven different baby mamas, but I've been able to manage off of nowhere near a million dollars a year. Right. Or so far <laughs> in all the years. Yeah, in uh, all of my life I'm all not the gained. years. Granted, I cannot dunk a basketball. Uh, <laughs> and it hurts my shoulder anytime I throw a football. But yeah, so it's like you are making millions of dollars. You are making billions of dollars. Um and like you know, there's the argument of well just refuse to play until um you know, like police reform is signed. Mm. Um and there's the argument of like, well, no, they need to play so that way they can keep protesting openly on their platform, right? Um going back to Colin Kaepernick, openly protesting, right? But as I said the last time we recorded, I think he wasted his platform. He what no one was hearing it. And like that's that's the issue that we're having right now is your voice isn't being heard, your voice is being ignored, and that's why nothing has happened yet. So we. Do you think if so? One of the around this one of the, just food food for thought as somebody who doesn't really watch or care about basketball. I've heard things like LeBron is a powerful enough player that if he like spearheaded the movement and said we're not playing until X, Y, or Z is met like a specific thing kind of I think Schultz was talking about this yeah. like get like have a specific demand in mind don't just say oh we want better like say we want this yeah like do don't you, don't just say we want police reform say yeah, this say, is what we want in the police reform right if he either if he spearheaded that and maybe even held out one do you think he would hold out and two if he did do you think he would get enough people behind him and it would work or what do you what do you think about that so i think so if we're talking specifically about lebron james right he has sponsors he has um his own organizations right Mm -hmm. he has power on his own and if he were to use that power to spearhead and you know get other nba players to follow him um I don't think he could do it alone, but I think if he got a couple others, you know, like, uh, I hardly follow basketball, so I don't really know any big names. Um, but, uh, James Harden, I think that's one. That's one. Uh, but if you get, if, you know, if you got a couple more yeah, to like, be like, all right, we're not going to play until this is done. I absolutely think that they would fuck with enough people's money that they people would start lobbying politicians to be like hey you need to get this done because yeah. we need a championship this season yeah. somebody needs a championship because i'm losing money inside the ball yeah yeah and people do not like losing money right if you cost them money stuff happens right um and so like one argument that i have heard for that too is like well these players are contracted right what if they just get fired you know what if they just get let go and it's like okay they still have millions of dollars yeah. and you have a less good product yeah and to like we've seen the replacements uh, shout out to Keanu Reeves but <laughs> um, but yeah and so and then there's also so they make millions of dollars they 
And people are like, well, if they don't show up, they get fined. And it's like, okay, they make millions of dollars. So they have millions minus 10,000? Right. Okay. And it's like, okay, so be like, all right, fine. We'll play. We'll show up. And then just play like shit. Yeah. <laughs> just take a knee on the court every 24 seconds and just have a game of shot clock violations for right. 48 minutes. And then your franchise is going to start losing money mm-hmm. because your players aren't playing as well. Yeah. And then, oh, guess what? They're going to start lobbying politicians to get stuff done. Especially during this time where you don't, you can't really even count on fan attendance because guess what? Uh, so none. Which is where I'm sure they get most of their money is just from like tickets for people showing up, right? Tickets, concessions, nine dollar hot dogs, right? Glizzy, whatever that thing is that's going on. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm too old. But um, yeah, so and it's like they're already losing money. Yeah, and that's just because of Corona. Mm-hmm. If the players are then like, no, 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 no. We're not playing until we get this done. Yeah. Um, I don't think it could be LeBron. I don't think, like, LeBron can just do it on his own. I think he would need some others to, you know... Do you think others could do it, like, a group of them could do it without him? Like, could there be a big enough group that doesn't include, like, the figure? Like, basically, like, if you went on the street and said, basketball, NBA, who do you think of? Most of them are going to say LeBron. LeBron James. Um, Could they do... Could enough James Harden's and Steph Curry's and whatever, if LeBron's like, screw that, I want the NBA championship, could enough non-LeBron's, Lenons, if you will, um, be enough to move that conversation? I don't think so. I honestly don't. Yeah, because um, when you, like you said, if you walk up to anyone on the street and you're like, NBA, go, and they're like, LeBron James, that's immediate answer right Mm -hmm. um maybe some people say kobe bryant you know um rest in peace um but most people lebron james that's what it's gonna be um so no i don't think um that you know if enough gathered and was like we'll do that you know we're not playing uh i i think it will take lebron james um and, and the same thing with the nfl i like um, unfortunately, I think it would take Tom Brady. Like, I don't... <laughs> yes. No, that's... You know, it's funny you said that. Like, as as you were giving that answer, I was trying to, like, think other sports. Like, who would it be? And, like, the first name, as much as I hate the Patriots, I know he's not with them anymore, but still, that's never going to go away. And I'm from New England. I still hate the Patriots. I will always hate them. Uh, same thing. Is like, he is basically... Especially... It's interesting because of his ties to the current administration. But then also, like, yeah, if you just said, hey, football, who's football today? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Especially in this offseason, the biggest news. Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. Who's the number one draft pick? (laughs) Yeah, see? (laughs) The biggest news is Tom Brady, after 20 seasons or whatever, Starting as a backup in the sixth round or whatever, like the 100 and who's he, what's it, pick? I don't know. I don't follow football, clearly. Out of USC? Clearly, I don't follow football. He's a Trojan? Anyway, he's from Michigan. Uh, no, he's he's from California, but he played at Michigan State. Anyway, um, not that I follow football. Um, but, yeah, the biggest news is oh, Tom Brady, you know, leaves the place, the only place he's been, 
and goes down to Tampa. And then the second biggest news is has only come out in the last couple of days. I think it's like Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Going to the, <laughs> it's like, oh, you got an extra number twelve jersey. I'll take that. Yeah. So, um, I I don't know who could do it for baseball. I don't know who could do it for hockey. Um, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. I'm so gonna... but the thing with hockey is there there isn't a big black presence in hockey you know like there are a couple of players here and there um my my so my favorite player uh when i really followed hockey was mm-hmm. uh this guy named simmons on the kings on the la kings i was an la kings fan you can hate me later um he was the only black dude on the kings and he was the best defender i i loved watching him because he he was just super fast not to stereotype him, but he was really fast. <laughs> As an athlete? Are you saying all athletes are fast? Well, I mean, have you seen sumo wrestlers? They're not fast. No, they're fat without the S. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I just... <sighs> there are some sports where I don't think it could happen. I, I think baseball is one of them. Yeah. I think hockey is one of them. Uh, yeah, but, like, the, the big ones that we really care about, I mean, like, what's the biggest event of the year is the Super Bowl. Like, you know... You always hear like, oh, a million dollars for a 30-second ad or something. It's like everybody's tuned in, 400 million viewers or whatever, um, aside from the Olympics, which you don't really have a, like, a figure in the Olympics. Those are national teams. Baseball, you know, I'm sure there are people who are into baseball, but you you don't have anybody who's like a, a big – like honestly, I, I, as somebody who's never followed baseball, I don't – I couldn't – Maybe the last person was, like, the last time to me baseball was in like the the zeitgeist was probably like the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, like the home run chasey stuff of the early two thousands question. But so I think I don't know A Rod like, uh, or, yeah, or Jeter um, or somebody or Jeter, yeah. yeah, like those are like when someone says baseball, who do you think? I think those are the two yeah. names that'll probably pop. But up. But they're both retired, right? So like, if you said like who active right now could shut it down like LeBron could possibly shut it down or Brady could possibly shut it down. Yeah, like it's hard to think I don't of think there a is name anyone. Yeah. there or in the NHL. It would just take a, a group, a huge group. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be like one person could spearhead, you know, and really take it. Yeah, so when we talk about people who are patriotic, like one thing that I think of, especially because you know, this, this will come out a, a couple days after, I'm sure, but as we said in the beginning and as you'll hear throughout this, uh, it is Independence Day weekend. Um, this is the 3rd of July tomorrow, as numbers would have it, is the 4th of July. And Five doesn't come after three? Uh, five is right out. Once the number three... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so one thing that I uh, thought of... Um, you know, because obviously this conversation has been... It's been going on for a while, but obviously has been heightened over the past month, month and a half or so. Um, one thing that came into my uh, my view was um, Frederick Douglass, who, despite what some people might think, is not still alive. Um, but one thing he did say, or he had a speech, and the essence or title of the speech is, What to the slave is the 4th of July. And I just figured I'd share a little bit of it. I'm not going to do the whole speech because, one, I'm not going to do the speech justice. And, two, 
it doesn't make sense to share the whole thing when that would not incentivize or encourage um, anybody who might be listening to us <laughs> uh, to go to go look it up. But the one of the the main sections is what have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? What, to the American slave, is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him, more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. And that was written many years ago. So, and still true today. Yeah, like, so in the uh, Constitution, Declaration of Independence, Constitution, all men are created equal, right? Um, and, and it's ironic, because then later in the Constitution, you have things like Three-Fifths Compromise, and it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> if all people are created equal... It's Animal Farm. All people, all men are created equal. Some are created more equal than others. It, yeah. So it's it's stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, speaking of the... Well, this is going to be an awkward segue. But speaking of the three-fifths compromise, that's going to haunt me till my dying day. <laughs> On your grave, it's going to say, speaking of the three-fifths compromise. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> dying words he died doing what he loved (laughs) Uh, it always weirded me out like when I was down in Georgia there's a bank yeah five thirds yeah five thirds bank I was like "Mm." yeah really five thirds I mean if you do the math it ends up equaling out to one but that just feels weird like what is what are you what are you getting at yeah Uh, I always thought that was super weird just because it's like I don't think you can do that in the South, right? You or keep maybe using that word. That, that's the only place you could, <laughs> could do, do that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. no one's going to sue you over ridiculous stuff, right? Yeah. Well, just like Confederate flags, like, you know, the big thing is, you know, and we'll may get into this, we may not, it's no big deal, but like, um, you know, one of the things is with all this talk of monuments coming down and statues coming down and uh, people signing executive orders to like arrest people who take them down. Um, one of the things I read is like Confederate flags didn't really go up at like state houses and stuff. They didn't go up right after the war. They went up in the '60s at the majority of them as a counter to Dr. King's movement, the Civil Rights Movement, as a way to fight, quote unquote, fight back against people asking to be equal i don't know how dare you yeah how so dare you yeah so i'm gonna raise my flag yeah i'll tell i'll tell you what <laughs> now i know it's got a little more color than when it was last seen and it was completely white but <laughs> yeah so although i guess it makes sense that the southern flag would be completely white hey because hey, you guys are losers <laughs> yeah i i don't like I said, like I, I don't know if taking down the statues is the is the answer, right? But I, I, I 
full-blown believe in deface the living shit out of them, right? Mm. Like, sit there and spit on that part of our history, because it's like, it's a sh- it's shameful. It, it's absolutely shameful. How do you feel about Columbus? So, <laughs> I, you're going to laugh. Okay. I recently, well, not recently, I would say a year and a half ago, um, so we, we call Native Americans Indians, right? And, like, it's not the proper term. Um, and so I, like, for some reason my brain never put two and two together of, like, Columbus thought he was in India. That's why he called them Indians. Right. And that's why it has carried on for centuries now. And, um, yeah, so I, I, like, had learned that a year and a half ago and, like, finally put two and two together, and I was like, oh, my God, that is so bad. He was just lost. (laughs) And we just ran with it, like, meh. He thought he was. Yeah, so bad. Um, He just made a mistake. And so, like, and, like, in his defense, he had probably never seen an Indian before, (laughs) so he had no idea what they looked like. But, uh-huh. but at the same time, like, you you just, like, decided that that's what they were? <laughs> like, you didn't, I don't know, It like, during the time, I can see why, you know, like, they didn't think that land existed. They just thought, hey, I sailed around the world, and I'm in India. <laughs> but I love how he just assumed he was in India, and, you know, he wasn't in, like, China or Japan or Korea or anything. Yeah. Like he's, He got it exactly right. Whereas if you, even if you took away North and South America, the trajectory that he would have had to cross the new massive Atlantic Pacific Ocean. He definitely would have been in like China or Russia, right? Philippines at least. (laughs) There's no way he's like nailing India right on. Like, no way. So like, I don't know. He, he, he made a mistake. Um. And, oh, and, and, <laughs> okay. Yes, he made one mistake. I mean, and it was his compass. <laughs> he made many upon many upon many mistakes, right? And we're, we're taught that, oh, Christopher Columbus was a hero. He discovered America. Blah 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 blah. Fourteen ninety two. Yeah, fourteen ninety two. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Like, eh, come on, guys. Like, I. Yeah. It's outdated, right? It's a little n- bit. Yet we have statues to him. We do. Um, including, I know there's a group in. There is or was. I'm not sure if they've given up or whatnot. In uh, Columbus Circle in New York at the southern end of Central Park right near one of the Trump properties. Trump Hotel or International Tower or something. Yeah, does it really matter? It I mean, doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. All, no, it doesn't. Um, but there is a Columbus statue there, and I was near it. I was actually in New York City last Columbus Day. For the Columbus Day Parade, that's a big thing for there. You know, lots of Italians in New York, and they just there's a parade. The mayor went by. I think he was still running for president at that point, and he was just getting booed mercilessly. And it's easy to see because he's like six five or something, just standing above all the people he's oh, marching God. with. He's like boo, like it's like yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then he comes boo. But um, De Blasio, is that De Blasio? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so how? So with all this statue talk, do you think Columbus statues are ones that should also come down, or are we just, or do you think maybe just 
the Confederate ones since they were, at least these are my words in your mouth, uh, traitors to this country? <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I, I, I think it would make more sense to me if they were taken down and then if we had statues of Amerigo Vespucci instead. Mm. Since that's who, you know, our continents are actually named after. Right. Um, and as far as I know, cancel culture can check me on this. He didn't do anything quite as horrendous as Christopher Columbus, right? Oh, wait till you see his MySpace page. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Number eight will surprise you. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, because I, I, even in, like, seventh and eighth grade, when you, like, learned about Amerigo Vespucci and, like... You're like, why the fuck do we celebrate Christopher Columbus then? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, especially when there are other people who, like, circumnavigated navigated the world, like Magellan and, you know, like... Yeah. Why, why don't we have statues to them, you know? People who actually, like, I don't know, did shit <laughs> and didn't just get lost and then started murdering people. Allegedly. <laughs> um, not to say that, you know, people didn't murder other people you know hawaii whatever but um yeah yeah so i i i've never understood christopher columbus statues mm-hmm. um and like it's it's gonna sound bad but i did understand confederate statues for a while um but like looking back now and especially after living in georgia it's like no nah, that's stupid like why would you have so how so, so that's a good point because i mean i guess to your point of cancel culture like we don't give some people i mean some people do some stuff they're like okay like maybe we shouldn't give you a second chance because you know drugging girls and raping them mr cosby is wrong allegedly um (laughs) no allegedly mr cosby it's not allegedly wrong it is wrong don't do it kids but to your to the point of maybe learning from or growing from god forbid uh past thoughts and ideas and and whatnot what was it in you that um, when you said like, oh, I used to think Confederate statues were weren't necessarily the the problem that they are today. Like, what what do you remember of that thinking? That so in California, mm-hmm. we learn about you know North and South, and um, like I've always loved history, and so it's a, it's a part that I'm like, I'm like yeah, we you know we should remember these people because they they were heroes to people right and then i you know stop and think of like well hitler was hero to people right um and you know um but what really like drove it home of like nah we don't need anything confederate related uh was actually living in georgia mm-hmm. um and just seeing how the confederate flag was tied to racism uh and i was like whoa we don't need this we don't we don't need this at all Right? If if your argument is we need to remember our history, um, we don't need to memorialize it. Right. That's in order what museums are for. In order to remember it, right? Like you can have a Confederate museum, like, and be like, "Hey, look at these suckers that lost." You know, like. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. The saddest exhibits. <laughs> As you're walking through the museum, the only soundtrack is just that like stereotypical like violin music that plays on PBS documentaries when people are like writing letters home. <laughs> Dearest Maud. And it's, there's just like uh like crushed bones and like stuff like as you go through like 
some for some reason in one of them it's just like a a, a gray rebel hat crushed under the skull of a terminator sc- a terminator <laughs> skeleton with the gun you uh they have a uh, general robert e lee like skulls replicas that you can smash <laughs> in the gift shop <laughs> Good thing they don't turn into a amusement park. That would be- oh, dude, I would love a like Confederate destruction themed amusement park. Uh, or like those uh, not the Smash like Rooms. The Smash Rooms, yeah. Oh, just, it's just everything made like with the Confederate flag image plates. The General Lee, General Robert E. Lee, <laughs> generally. <laughs> yeah. So like, um. Yeah, we don't need to memorialize it. We can, um, we can do other things to like remember it and just be like, this was a shitty part of our history, you know. So, are you saying you're you're good with taking down Columbus statues? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't see an issue with it. Um, That's cool. I, so, oh so no, go ahead. I would also mm-hmm. like to point out that there is a petition currently going on, and I have no idea how many signatures it has because I haven't looked at it. Okay. But I kind of want to sign it. Um, it is. <laughs> to change the name of the city of Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown, Ohio. I am down for... Oh. (laughs) I am at a crossroads. Uh, Right? Like, it's like, oof. I'm down for ruining anything that's Ohio. But do we change it to Flavortown? Guy Fieri? Do they even have flavor? I I don't know, but I think that's where Guy Fieri is from or something. They have Buckeyes, which are like... I don't hey, like Buckeyes peanut, are pretty good. I don't like peanut butter. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's kind of anti-George Washington Carver, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not February, so it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can say that. Uh, but it is good to know that you are um, against, or like for, taking down Columbus statues um, because you're in great company with all these people that are like wanting to take them down uh, these days and all these activists. Um you're also in company with the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but, okay, so why, though? Because you would think they both love white people. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so mm-hmm. oh, okay, but so. <laughs> gotcha. Hold on. I'm trying, to th- yep. I'm trying to think this through. So Columbus was Spanish. So now you're for the statues. Okay, no, I get it. No. <laughs> so Columbus was Spanish. Mm, or he's sailed for Spain. He's yeah. maybe Italian or Portuguese. Like, all the countries. He's European. He's, yeah. Okay. Um, he came to America, mm-hmm. murdered lots of people, yes. non-white people. Yes. Um, stole from them, came back to Spain. Look to, what I can do. Yeah, deliver the news to the queen. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm at a loss. Why? Why does the KKK also want to take down the statues so uh back in the 1920s in one of the heydays of the clan um so one one thing to understand uh or understand uh one thing is yeah columbus was all for oh europeans were number one who subjugate people clan is all like yeah white people were number one subjugate non us where the clan took it a little further was if you go back to the 1920s the KKK um, attacked or had not necessarily physically attacked but like launched an attack on Italians and Catholics um, because 
So they opposed not only Columbus, but him having his ho- his holiday because I think the general idea is while, you know, uh, white dude, there you go, he was an American. Right. And the Klan is all about, like, America first. Where have I heard that lately? Yeah, it'll come to me. Um, so then, like, there there are various attempts. Like, in the, in the 1920s, they, they attempted to uh, get Columbus Day removed as a state holiday in Oregon. They uh, disrupted uh, Columbus Day celebration in Pennsylvania in 24 by lighting a cross. Because, you know. Whatever. Their, their finishing move. Um, and then, like. Finish him. Yeah. And then in, I think it was like 1927, they successfully argued against a Columbus statue being put in Richmond, Virginia, only to have that decision be overturned. But, like, at first, they got it blocked. Um, That's so, so weird. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. I, I can see it now. Um, but... Yeah, it's so weird. Who would have thought that uh, you'd be on the same side as a clan, right? Yeah, yeah I know. It's so weird. Uh, but not just me, like <laughs> you know, like a lot of people. Yeah, the people these days. Um, look, cancel culture and go get Columbus, and then. But I mean, first you should probably get the clan since they're like actually affecting people. Uh, but but then go get Columbus. Then get Columbus. <laughs> Hierarchy of needs. Um. The, yeah. yeah, that's really weird to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing is, is strange, right? Like, there's, like, I mean, the racial aspects around all of this. And, like, I get, I mean, granted, like you were saying, there are not, like, in Germany, you don't find statues of Hitler because he lost also bad on him. Um, but this idea that we want to keep mementos not in a museum or keep memorabilia or whatever to people who tried to actively destroy what this country is about like it you know the, there was this um some post on like facebook or something somewhere on i'll just use social media as a general catch-all because they can't get sued <laughs> but it was basically like a post from an ap history teacher making a hypothetical q a um, from the standpoint of answering somebody who was, I don't want to say like a Confederate apologist, but somebody was like, well, what about states rights? What about the flag? What, I don't know why I'm giving them this accent. Um, like a sympathizer? Sympathize. Thank you. That's probably a better word. Yeah. So like a Confederate sympathizer. And every question they posed, the AP history teacher met it with history and facts and I don't know knowledge and it was just who has time for knowledge these days AP history teachers I guess I guess so Um, but yeah like there were certain things in there like like the stuff that we all know is like you know well what about states rights and then the answer is the states rights to what right yeah Um, and then it's like there's there's one interesting one is like well what if what if I fly the Confederate flag? Not, you know, not not out of hatred or anything, but like you know, it means something different to me. And it's like, well, you can't change what the general public sees a symbol as after it's been established as being a symbol for that thing. Like, and the example I gave is like, if I fly the flag of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
outside my house, I might think they're the greatest team in the world. Anybody driving by is going to be like, oh, look, he's flying the flag of a team that hasn't won a playoff game in 18 years. <laughs> like, the world knows these things. Well, so, this year is their year. This okay. year is their year. <laughs> Gronkowski came out of retirement. Tom Brady's the quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be something I still won't watch. Um, but no, like, so the... the AP, yeah, you can't change the general public. You can't. That, yeah. So, I don't know. It's... This heritage thing is like, okay, so your heritage, or like your idea of heritage is this culture that based their argument in their articles of secession, they mention the word slave or slavery like 80 times. Your argument is that you can have pride in that flag, which they're not even flying the, the right flag, but. Don't don't try to confuse them with facts, but their their argument is like, oh well, it's Southern pride or heritage. And it's like, okay, so your heritage or you're a fan of heritage that was seated in the destruction of the country that you now claim to love, love, and be a part of, and say is first, and you support its troops and all that jazz. Like you. Th- you know, this is one of those things where you literally cannot have it both ways. Yeah. And people will try to insist on doing that. So, like, I'm all for states' rights. Like, I, I totally... States' rights for what? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I believe that um, there, there shouldn't really be federal government interference in a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Like, such as... Uh, like, marijuana laws. I don't think the federal government should have anything to do with marijuana laws. I think that should solely rest on the state. Um, what about gay marriage? Uh, also, okay, well, so that's all. I'm not trying thing. to get you. I'm just, I'm just trying to think like something that was decided. I mean, granted, it was state by state, and then finally, way too yeah. late. Yeah, finally got the hey, let's just. So, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, the government should not even recognize any marriages because it's a separation of church and state right like marriages Ooh. are technically supposed to be done through a church right that's how they're tr- traditionally done okay. um and i don't think the government should have anything to do with marriages in the first place i think that solely rests on your church or you know whatever um now i'm not going to complain about the tax breaks i get and everything because i'm married but right. <laughs> So then in that, and we might be going off many rails here, but, and I'm, again, not trying to pin you down or anything, but, like, in that sense, the case from, let's say, two to 37 years ago, because time is irrelevant in 2020. um, Yeah. The case, I think it was the, Colorado and Indiana are way too different states, but. Yes, they are. But. Whichever one of those refused to make the cake for the gay couple. I believe it was Indiana. Sounds about Pence. Um, <laughs> you can pray the gay away. Um, would that be something that you also don't feel the government should have a say in one way or the other? Yes. So um, the reason I believe that. So I don't know. Was it a chain or was it just like a local I think bakery? it was a, a one-off dude. It wasn't like, you know you're going to your 
Harris Teeter or whatever. Okay, yeah. The bakery so, department. So, like, if it's a chain, you know, the, the chain has the, their policies that you need to follow, right? And, like, if that dude doesn't want to follow his policies, you know, screw you. Like, You're fired. Kind of yeah, thing. you need to be gone. Um, but I, I full, full-blown full believe that if you run a business and you op- you're completely within your right to operate it however you want. Mm. Um, if you don't want to make a pride cake you don't have to um and then what just let the market decide if you made the right yeah the market as opposed to the government right just like look if you're not going to serve these people you know what happens next is on you yeah um Hmm. versus versus where you know the government has to get involved and you know lawsuits and everything yeah get thrown around and i that kind of makes sense like i i've never really had a stake or like done again keeping with the theme much research but what you just said kind of makes sense because think about it like just in general taking laws and stuff out like anybody who might be listening in on our conversation our private conversation right now just between you and me if there are microphones running if they're listening (laughs) think about how enthusiastically you do something because you want to versus when you're told to like even go back to when you're a kid and you're like oh i know if i clean my room i'll get to go outside and play with my friends as opposed to being told like clean your room or else it's like well just like you'll still do it but like not with the same like you'll hide clothes under the bed or something but it's like same thing that we were talking about with like nba players earlier right like if you're gonna find them to make them come in they're not gonna play as well right right and then your franchise is gonna suffer yeah. Um, so it's the same thing, right? Like, if you don't want to do something for someone, your business may suffer, and that's how it needs to be, right? Um, and the, so, like, even going back to Corona, where people are like, it's my right to wear a mask, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah you're right, it is, okay? However, um, it is also that business is right to make you wear one to enter their store. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that, they don't have to let you in. And yeah. you can't say that's unconstitutional because that is, like, the most American thing out there in a capitalist society. Like, I'm going to make you do what I want you to do in order to enter my store. Yeah. This is my property. Yeah, this is my property. Yeah. It's the same thing, like, with their guns. Like, they want to carry their guns everywhere, right? But it's like, I can't let you in here with a gun because of where we are or what we're doing. Like, whatever, you know, like, it's the same thing. Because this is a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they won't work. Yeah, it's like, so that made me think of, uh, I don't know if I sent it to you to you guys in the group, but there was this um, this one picture, maybe I can find it real quick. Oh, it was, um, speaking of the masks, it was like a clapboard of basically saying, hey, wear your masks, we can debate the efficacy of them after this is all settled, and you've come in to sell your dead grandmother's secondhand clothes or something like that. I think it was like a, a secondhand shop. For context, it wasn't just like a swimming pool or something. Um, so it wasn't just wishing death on your grandmother. No. <laughs> your grandmother in particular. Um, yeah. So it's, I don't know. Is the mask thing is uh, that might be another episode. Yeah. Just you know, we'll just, move past you know, that. Just take this awkward silence as your grandmother looking at you over her glasses and you should feel shame if you're one of the people who are anti-mask well my grandmother's the one that just wears the mask over the nose 
and that's it. Oh. So, there's well, Good that. thing she's not a mouth breather. Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It is that grandmother, too. That was well aimed. podcast? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but speaking of Hispanics. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh boy. Recently at Fort Hood. Oh, okay. That's where we're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like, uh. I don't know. Not like a them damn Mexicans jumped the board. No, <laughs> build the wall. No. <laughs> um, so Fort Hood, Vanessa yeah. Guillen. Um, she went missing and was missing for a full month and a half. Um, and uh, like, for lack of a better phrase, what the fuck. Um, That's two. Yeah, I know. We might have to split this episode. No, nah, it's going to be an E. Oh, uh, well, shit. How do I know that? <laughs> uh, so, like, what? Captain Crozier got fired Yeah. for loving his people yeah. more than the Navy, right? Right. So, yes. So, maybe I only say what I'm about to say because when I've spoken about this in the past few days only um and it's fair i'm not i'm not knocking anybody about this it's just the different circles you travel in uh, there have been a few people my girlfriend included who fair enough she's halfway around the world whatever. Right. there are people who don't know specialist Gian's name yeah. so maybe if we just give a brief too long didn't read summary of like a timeline and then we can yeah absolutely okay. so uh pfc private first class vanessa Guillen, mm-hmm. uh joined the army went to boot camp and then her first duty station was fort hood texas uh which if you've read the news in the last 10 years fort hood has had more incidents than any other military base was it nadal hassan was there and then yep. i think there was another shooting after him yep mm-hmm. and then um there have been prostitution rings sex trafficking rings you name it it's happened at fort hood should we say allegedly just to cover our bases i Alleged- mean obviously the nadal hassan thing <laughs> allegedly yeah okay um i'm but yeah read the news for the past 10 years cover our bases <laughs> yeah. uh you read the news for the past 10 years fort hood has had the most reported incidents regardless of what it is mm-hmm. um they have made national headlines more often than even Norfolk, which is like, come on, guys. Like, Norfolk? You're going to beat out Norfolk? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. They're winning a competition nobody should want to win. Right. Uh, so she, so Vanessa Guillen went to Fort Hood and um, was being sexually harassed by her NCO or non-commissioned officer who's an E5 or sergeant. And uh, she put in, you know, complaints through the proper channels as members of the military are told to do. Um, And in a lot of cases, they're they're brushed under the rug. Um, Just just like hers was. Um, And she was calling her mother every night um, talking about how she was being sexually harassed and um, how things just weren't going as good as she she hoped or she thought they would be. 
and then suddenly the calls stopped. And so that was when her mom took to social media and started doing, you know, like, hashtag find Vanessa Guillen and, you know, where she, she was marked uh, AWOL, uh, absent without leave. Yeah. And uh, no one knew where she was. No one could find her. Uh, and even her friend who had also started uh, the Find Vanessa Guillen, um, her name is Krista Rodriguez, I think. Um, can't remember for sure. Uh, she even uh, died recently in a, in a violent car crash. Uh, died. Yeah, died, in quotes. Um, and Ezra, are you getting ready for bed? Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, guys. I'll be right back. All right, everyone, we are back. And uh, so I was talking about Vanessa Guillen and uh, and then her friend, Krista Rodriguez, I think is her name. I can't remember precisely. Um, but she uh, also died, quote-unquote, in a violent car crash. Um, and, like, this is, this is a serious problem. This is a serious problem. Um, I... Like I hate to say it, but I'm sure I've I've done something that's made a woman feel uncomfortable at some point in time. I'm I'm sure David's done something that's made a woman feel uncomfortable at some point in time. You're sure? <laughs> I'm sure every man at some point has done something to make a woman feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. at some point in time. And um, so not to not to say that like we shouldn't be doing that, right? Like as men, like we we absolutely should not be doing that. But I think for a lot of us. Um, if someone just tells us, you know, hey, you're making me uncomfortable, I think it, I think it would go a long way, right? Um, but I, yeah, there are definitely those that would not care. So I totally understand why you don't say that, like, because you might make a situation worse, you might exacerbate someone. Um, but in this case in particular, like, she did do all that, right? Like, she she tried to do everything she could. Within the, the proper stuff channels, that you're you're taught in like annual trainings or boot camp or whatever is like right. Hey, this is what you do. These are why we have GMTs. Yeah, right. And then she she did all that, and then she was murdered for it. Yeah. Um, they found her remains in some I don't know woods or whatever. With I think a, it was a river or something. Yeah, or with a river near a river. With a concrete slab over it. Mm. Um, and it was also where they found, it was very close to the place that they found the remains of, uh, Gregory Morales, uh, another soldier of Fort Hood who had randomly disappeared. Um, I don't know all the details behind that, um, but yeah, he had also disappeared from Fort Hood and they found his remains within walking distance of Vanessa Guillen's remains. Uh, and that was, they found his remains in april of this year um which is around the time that she disappeared yeah uh but yeah so they found his remains he had disappeared in august of 2019 wow yeah so he was gone for quite some time mm-hmm. uh and like it, it what the, the worst part about this is it wasn't the military that found her and you know gregory morales it was this like second entity yeah. in texas that decided to conduct a search and found these remains yeah um 
and that that's shitty that the military can't even provide the people even during this time during the rono where i know a lot of military isn't working they're not doing anything they're sitting in their barracks room or they're sitting at home just sitting on their ass playing video games or doing whatever and they couldn't even provide the people to run a search well some sometimes maybe those people aren't allowed to leave their barracks well under, the, under threat right under threat of yeah. because there's also people are going to get like super in super trouble for super trouble for leaving their barracks room or something it's it's stupid like times it's like take trouble and times it by at least pi <laughs> at least at least um that's irrational yeah they can't fire you but they can't take away your pay so <laughs> it's like being temporarily fired um you can't fire me i'll quit once i'm done working here. in in three and a half more years <laughs> not that i'm counting <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing there are so many cases yeah so many cases every year um some go unreported some go reported and like nothing happens um but, um, the, I mean, the, the thing is, it's the culture, and, like, it needs to change, just, just like with Black Lives Matter. Yes. Like, we, as an American people, need to change. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm going to encourage cancel culture to shut the fuck up, because... That's three. <laughs> you're... There are people out there who are making, like, fake Twitter accounts and accusing people of false bullshit, and you are causing these people who actually have legitimate concerns and legitimate allegations to go unheard. So cancel culture, shut the fuck up and just listen for ten fucking minutes because (laughs) it is utterly ridiculous that, like, people are actually scared of just being told they're a liar. Yeah, it's... It is interesting, like, at, right before you said that, I was thinking, and I'm sure you and I are not alone in this untaped conversation, but <laughs> the idea of what we were talking about before and what we're talking about now are are almost hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, if you It's said, like the heart of the same issue. Yeah, it's like, name a black person killed by the cops. Name a soldier or service member... Sailor, Marine, Coast Guard, Airman. Sorry, Airman. Also sorry, Coast Guard, for shitting on you in a serious And soon to be spaceman. Airman with an asterisk. (laughs) Or it's a star. Um, But it's the same thing. Like, hey, name a, uh, a black person that's been killed by the cops just this year. And you've got a litany of names. And if you put it like, name a service member that has been killed or gone missing not in like you know a combat status or whatever like not like you know I guess the most famous one would be like Pat Tillman in Friendly Fire and stuff like that or stuff in war zones like or I guess if you want to even extend it to like we were saying earlier Nadal Hassan um, or the the dude who shot up the um, Pearl Harbor or Pensacola. Oh, damn. I wasn't even thinking of those two, but also proving the point, I was thinking of the, the dude who shot up the recruiting center in Tennessee a few years ago. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. There's so many of these things that, like, again, as we were saying earlier, you can't keep... You, sh- you should not have the physical brain space 
who have to keep track of all these, yet they are all thrust upon us time after time after time after time. And if they happen, they should be thrust upon us, but the fact that they are happening is the root of the problem. I So... Uh, <sighs> Man, I, I, I've said this for years, to be honest. Like, the, the training doesn't do anything, right? No. Like... It's just a check a box. Right? You're PowerPointing me to death, telling me, don't be a rapist. Yeah. Do you really think that the rapist... Are listening. Is even listening to the training? It's Let alone being like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't rape people. You know, I didn't realize what I was doing. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> Not to trivialize, but, like, I, I said this to somebody the other day, not related to this, but, like... Like, like we said earlier in the episode, it's 4th of July weekend, and you've already heard a few fireworks, but it's like, the people, like, I think in our state, the governor said, hey, fireworks are illegal. Do you think the people that are lighting off illegal fireworks give a damn about what's legal or not? Like, you're, it's like the opposite of preaching to the choir. You could even do it as recent as the masks for COVID. Like... Hey, wearing a mask is required. It is a mandate by law. Yeah. And do you really think those fucktards who don't want to wear a mask are, are listening? They're like, it's my constitutional right. Like, it's the do same you know thing. The Constitution. <laughs> Just, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Like, people who are going to do these sorts of things aren't listening to being told, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's going to take intervention from, uh, you know, outside, like from someone else, like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that, right? And in this case, it got someone murdered. Possibly two, possibly way more that we haven't even heard of. Murdered. Who knows what else was going on? There could have been a sex ring. There could have been so many other things that we just weren't... I think, I think there was a sex ring. I don't know if it's related, but <laughs> there, there are reports of from back in March, a sex ring that involved, I think, like, twelve of the 12 people arrested, like, six were soldiers at Fort Hood, like... And, like, you'll see articles like, what's going on at Fort Hood? And, you know, if you're not at Fort Hood, I guess maybe you don't know. But, like, honestly, it does kind of beg the question. Like, what is going on down there? Yeah, right? Like, uh, I mean, like, for real, wh- what's going on? Why isn't... Especially if it happens in a concentrated period of time where the leadership is the same and isn't like, a, like oh, well, that was under the last guy or girl. And this but that's is, the thing. Like, if you look over the past 10 years, Fort Hood has had more issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so what's going on? Like, what? Yeah. Is it a culture there that, like, just can't change? Like, yeah. what? Someone needs to get in there with an iron fist and just be like, look, if you break this, you're going to the brig. Like, that's simple as that. You do this, you go to the brig. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, especially, like, the fact that it took so she was AWOL for two weeks before yeah. they decided to do a search yeah so she so like I guess there was like a thing like uh, we see her in the barracks parking lot like April 22nd or whatever so they report her missing April 23rd it's not until June that the army CID the criminal investigation detachment detachment division department Body. <laughs> Whatever D thing that means body. Yeah. yeah. Um, started offering a reward. They started with a $15,000 reward. Then you get famous Texans involved. Selma Hayek and uh, a rapper I'm told is called Baby Bash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know Baby Bash? I am 37 years old. I don't know Baby Bash. Bro. 
his he I'm assuming don't want to dead name anybody yeah. but he has baby in his name look up his na- his uh, his song cyclone okay let me write it down yeah he didn't write it down I'm just letting nope. you guys know not. he's not gonna look it up nah. I'm gonna send a music video later don't worry sweet put it at the put it as your outro on this episode I don't think I have the license to sure, do that. Eh, well, you know, <laughs> you didn't have the license to do some things when I was here last time. Yeah. So I'll just sing the song. Let me just Please don't. Yeah, so they offer, they joined in the effort and pledged different things. Like, I think Sama Hayek pledged to repost, like, find Vanessa Guillen every day on her Instagram or something until something happened. Baby Bash threw in some more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the reward, quote unquote, jumped to 25000 like a week later or something. Then, then, middle of June, like I think June 18th, that's when the, uh, the army initiated like its invest- investigation against the sexual harassment allegations. Like, She's been gone a month, like missing two months almost at this yeah. point, two months, not necessarily gone. Like we don't, we don't know that she's met her fate at this point, but like right, we like, just know she's missing and they pe- take, people it. do go AWOL. Like that is the thing. People, people yeah. go, they run away, they go to a mm-hmm. different country, right? That's the thing. But yeah. like, it's not normally your E3s that do it. Yeah. And it took, and then like a few days after that, so basically like two months to the day after she's last seen or she goes missing or is reported missing, that's when the army says they are, quote, convinced now that there is foul play involved. And then a week after that, that's when we find the partial remains that, that you're talking about. And then one of the dudes suspected in it kills himself kills himself not sketchy at all like this whole thing is all right this whole thing is and not to diminish now now specialist because she was promoted on july 1st specialist guillen's um case or anything but like like we're saying there are many cases like that but there is this one thing i've heard of from my military friends it's perception is reality which on the outside sounds dumb because you know have you ever noticed that only goes down not back up oh possibly intentionally (laughs) um but for anybody who has ever heard that okay you see these these data points what is your perception and then what is the reality? This might be one of the cases where perception is actually reality instead of it just being used to justify whatever the people above want to do to the people below. Right. So, like, another thing about the military is you're guilty until proven innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's not good, right? That's super toxic. Whatever. But when it comes to these sexual harassment, sexual assault allegations, you're absolutely innocent until proven guilty. And then even when you're proven guilty, you're still innocent, right? Yeah. Um, that's not okay. Like, that's not okay. Innocent uh, until PCS somewhere else. Yeah, right? So, 
in the military, if you if you accuse someone of sexual assault or sexual harassment, right? Um, in certain cases, definitely a very small percentage, you are able to um, PCS to get away from your offender. You're able you're able to transfer in order to get away from your offender. Right. Um, and it's still technically up to the CO discretion. And when you look at the stats of who your COs are, I think it's something like 72% male, 28% female. Hmm. So most males aren't going to be able to hear, you know, especially since COs are typically older males, they aren't going to be able to hear the the, the complaint, really. They're just going to kind of be like, hey, this person just wants to get away. Like, they, they must not like this command a whole lot, right? And what, just sign it off without actually, like, digging deeper? Or? I don't think they even sign off on it. I, like, some of them just you get denied. You think like, oh. Okay. Yeah, like, I know there was one uh, down when I was in Georgia. There was one that was just flat out denied. Wow. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, That's, like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand it. Like, what? Why would you... Why like, would you deny it? It's one person. Now, granted, if you have a rash of them and you lose 10% of your workforce, then it's like, I can see not doing it. But then also, if 10% of your workforce is complaining... There's an issue. Maybe let's look into the shop. But, like, if... Yeah, like, who's yeah. the offender? Like, yeah. he should definitely be fired or, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Gary? <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so it's... It's stuff like that. And, like, yeah, typically it's... Um, I don't want to say it's a one-off, but you know, normally it's only like one person requesting to leave early, right? Like to be like, "Hey, I need to get out of here." This yeah. person's doing this, right? Well, so, you would hope it. Uh, like you, you said, hope. not to diminish it, but like you would hope. Well, I guess the thing to say is you'd hope it's nobody. Obviously, duh. But like the fact that we're talking about it, it's obviously not nobody. But you would hope in that second best case, quote unquote. That it is only one person and not like in the reality. Saying, you would hope in the reality. In the reality, yes. that it's only one. person. You would hope it's not this rash of like ten percent or like one person comes forward and then you're like, oh yeah, my NCO or whatever did that to me. Oh, who's your NCO? Oh, that guy. Oh yeah, he did it to me. And then like you, you know, kind of like you see with Me Too or anything like you know, you have one person come forward and then like it, like it. You know, some people argue that it's like, oh, and then there's this wave. Like, where were they before? It's like, it's not... And I'm not speaking as somebody who, with firsthand experience, for sure not. But, like, from the things I've seen and from friends who have posted who I know have gone through issues, military and not. Um, but that's why it's called Me Too. Because it's like, this yeah. happened to Me Too. Like, yeah. With the same fucking person. Yeah. Like... I mean, you look at Tiger Woods. Like, I mean, I don't think I don't know if he really assaulted any of those women, but well, <laughs> there was yeah. a lot of them. I mean, yeah, there. I mean, there are degrees of things, right? Like, I, not to. There's Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah, he's definitely on the bad end of the spectrum. The Him and Weinstein. Assault. Yeah. Versus, you know, like, like what, like Louis C.K. who just was gross in front of people or whatever. Yeah. Or, I, like, I, don't I don't Yeah, you whip your dick out in front of someone, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, dude, don't do that, but. Yeah, don't do that. Like, yeah. all right. Especially okay. after the second time they tell you, never mind. Uh, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <gasps> um, so, yeah. like, yeah, I, this one really frustrates me, and part of it really frustrates me is because 
um, studies have shown that there are um, like a, a a solid amount of false allegations too, and that's that's what's causing the real accusations to stay silent because they're like, well, I don't want to be called a liar, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to. When you say false, do you mean like people come forward and then are they say, eh, we don't find anything, and then it's ruled false, or people like legit lying people legit lying oh okay yeah so like I, I like it's not a majority i should say i, I think it, i think the study that i read said it was like 20 something percent mm. which is 20 something percent too many right like you shouldn't lie about that because yeah. you can ruin someone's life yeah and everything yeah and you also like you're saying like diminish or yeah. dilute you take the, away yeah from the people who actually have issues you know like so like the there were four members of the cast of the tv show riverdale um who like some fake twitter account went on and was like this happened blah 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 and so four of the cast members from riverdale got accused of sexual assault and that's a lot right like four cast members like i can understand one cast member you know like but four all at the same time like come on like Gotta, something's got to be was up, the right? accuser was it ever shown or whatever that the accuser was like somebody that worked on the show at least or was it just no it's there it's a false twitter account they're trying to link it back to people um, didn't that same thing happen with uh well not the same thing but like i heard like i don't even know why i i don't know why i know this or have heard this i'm too old for this but like justin bieber was like falsely accused yes justin bieber was also falsely accused by a fake twitter account and what he did I'm is embarrassed to know that yeah he um like posted all of his screenshots of like text messages with people his paparazzi photos everything that he had from that date that he was accused right Mm. and so he was immediately like okay well he's clearly wasn't yeah (laughs) wasn't doing anything um and like as much of a scumbag as justin bieber is because he's a shit person like and canadian like he sorry for our listeners i can't really see him like doing that yeah. doing like, that kind of thing you know it's it's weird right like because well because um, he's a spoiled brat right like he, yeah he, but he's not like a rapist like yeah it's weird like you i don't i obviously i've never lived that life of a spoiled brat or somebody with fame or fortune but like it is weird like maybe on the outside it's like why would that person but then again i guess on the opposite it's like you're cosby you have well also cosby's not like attractive so maybe but then to that, oh, this is we're getting away from the military for a little bit, but like that's totally fine. Keep growing. So to uh, so to that point, I heard on some podcasts, I think the same one where I heard that Justin Bieber was falsely accused. There was a comedian that was that some lady was trying to falsely accuse, and he just went off on her. I think I forget the comedian's name, but like. She basically said, like, oh, he did this to me at this um, comedy club or whatever. And he responds, like, lady, I've never... Lady. <laughs> lady. I've never played that club. And she's like, oh, I must have been mistaken. It was this club. He's like, very cool. Never played that club either. You want to keep going? <laughs> so he basically, like, basically like, told her to shut up because... Like, he's never been there. Like, I think her thing was, like, he and his his boys, like, 
ran a train or something like that. But he basically said, like, listen, the first two places you said, I've never performed at. And he had, I think, like, screenshots or whatever, like, or contracts or something, or, like, maybe his tour schedule was like, look, you'll see I've never been here. <laughs> now, Chris D'Elia. Dude, okay, so that one. Oh, man. So yeah. that one's real weird because... So to me, when when I first saw the article, right, I was like, okay, someone's clearly getting confused with his role in the TV show or the Netflix you show. Or, you. Which I've never seen. Okay, so, okay, so in that, he um, has, like, this sex dungeon, right, Of and, like, he, he assaults minors. In the show? In the show. Oh, okay. And so it was like... And so I was like, okay, someone's clearly just confusing the show with, like, real life and, like, not not really, like, putting two and two together, right? Yeah. And then you have all these other comedians come out that are like, <sighs> actually, actually yeah. Y- yeah, I've noticed some things were kind of weird about him. And you're like, mm. oh, shit. <laughs> um, and so, you know, there are some people hoping it's not true. And, like, you know, I hope it's not true either. But yeah. at the same time... Like, you really have to look into these, and you have to take them seriously. Um, But that's also why you can't falsely accuse, because it causes people to be like, well, is it true? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) on on that one, because this will maybe prove or show, demonstrate um, other words for that concept, how out of touch I am with things. the first I heard of it was um, so I listened I used to listen to this podcast called The Fighter and the Kid I've stopped because they've been weird about their corona views lately and I'm just like I don't need this from you guys like, <laughs> I just come here for dick jokes like and you're just like spouting your theories about how Nancy Pelosi is the worst person welcome to the boner cast <laughs> bone zone um, so, is that uh, Parks and Rec or? no it's Anyway, I don't we'll know what that's from. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll but like, yeah. So, so I tuned into an episode a week or two ago, whatever, and they start. I'm watching the video on YouTube, like not the the audio version on the podcast. But they start um, talking about like, well, we have to start with uh, what's happening with our buddy Chris, and like, you know, we don't know what's going on. We hope it's not true, and it just sucks. We don't know what to say, and then. Uh, the other guy, Brendan Schaub, he's just like crying. He's like, I, I don't know what to say. And they cut, and I'm like, who's this Chris person they're talking about? Now, mind you, because I don't understand how time works, I also subscribe to Delia's podcast, um, Congratulations, which usually I think comes out like Mondays or Tuesdays. And there wasn't one that Monday or Tuesday. Like, maybe I'm watching this on like Wednesday. I'm like, ah, this is like a day late or whatever. But not like, a, hey, where's my podcast? But I'm like, oh, there you go. I was like, who are they talking about? And I had also seen some comments in YouTube of like, oh, well, something inappropriate about, oh, your boy Delia, like, you know. I was like, what's going on? So I just, and then that's when I saw things like accused of this, this, and this. And as somebody who's not, as you just explained, his character in you, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't, I've never seen the show. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, the main, the I don't want to call him a protagonist, because he's not a hero, uh, but the the main character kills him because of the sex dungeon that he has in everything. So well, no need to watch that show. Thank Look, if you haven't seen thank you, you, if you haven't seen you yet, if you haven't seen you, 
you, and you're not, you're and not you gonna, need to look in a mirror at you. You're not going to watch it. So. No, I'm definitely not. I've got too many. I've, uh, those, there's some really good Spanish shows. Oh, maybe that's what you can do like a, uh, like a, the tellers recommend you watch this show. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll cut that out. So it's not copyright. Um, Practical me espanol mucho. Lo siento, pero soy Sergio. Los crustáceos. But yeah, so like I wasn't familiar with, like I knew he was on that show. Um, I knew he had just gotten a. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting. He got a like last summer or whatever. He was filming a part in a in a movie in New Mexico ooh. with uh, Dave Bautista and a few other people. Okay, is that movie still going to be a thing? Is it going to be a thing, or are they going to have to like recut his scenes and like do the like what they did with Kevin Spacey in that um, Rockefeller or whatever? jp morgan movie or whatever it was and like trade him with that old dude or just cut his stuff out and i don't know it's but like to your point so yeah like i just listened to the podcast the he has this thing where it's like it's the cult his followers are called babies you know not for things but like you know and then like so you know to your point like you heard comedians saying oh well you know i i hope and the comedians I listen to are kind of like comedians that are like, you know, tangentially in the same sphere. Like, you know, I don't think I've heard Rogan necessarily talk about, but like Tom Segura, Bobby Lee, a few of the, a few of the others that I listen to, they've talked about it and they're like, you know, basically their ideas. I hope it's not true. I've been around him. He's obviously a ladies man. I've never seen personally anything underage. If it is true, obviously he has to pay the consequences, which will be dire. I hope it's not true, which is the way you should take that right i think so he he did release an email chain um which uh he he was talking to this it was he was talking to this girl right and was like hey you should come out to my show or whatever we can hang out backstage after blah 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 and then she was like oh i'm only 16 and so he was like whoa never mind i thought you were 18 my bad but that was one email chain right like not and it wasn't any of his accusers um, so it's like, well, okay, like, just because you have an email chain doesn't prove your innocence, you know? Like, it's not right. like Justin Bieber, like, I'm releasing everything that happened on that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like... It's hard, right? Because, like, you don't, like you were saying, you don't want... I mean, if it's somebody you like, you don't want to be it to be true. Because I like his comedy. His comedy is funny. Yeah, so for me, like, if it was Bill Burr, if someone accused Bill Burr, I'd be, I would be heartbroken. Yeah. I would be totally heartbroken i'd be like oh my god bill burr no what are you doing yeah because then you'd have to find a way and some people can and can't of separating the comedy or like the material or whatever from the person which i guess is what got cosby some shit Mm, rightfully so i guess not i guess like i'm sympathized but like it's a complicated all these are complicated matters right and you know you don't want you know, the, I guess the, the the old adage is you never want to meet your heroes, and I guess the second one might be you don't want to see what happens to your heroes yes. when they live long enough to sometimes become, become the, villain. the villain. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I like how you played that. But, uh, yeah, so, like, there are certain things. Like, they're... It sucks when it happens to celebrities, you know, because they, they have a following. People like them. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so, like, for the Riverdale cast, they they are actually pursuing um, 
legal uh, options because they were falsely accused, right? Yeah. Um, Cole Sprouse, who's the, probably the biggest name on the Riverdale cast that was accused. Jewish guy? No. <laughs> um, you're probably too old for Cole Sprouse. Um, I don't even know what Riverdale. I thought that was that podcast, or is that the Welcome to... Nope. Okay. None of that. Alright. Uh, so... Did you ever watch the Disney Channel? Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? I think I heard that. I don't know if that's the same show, but I think... Well, they're twins, right? Uh, so maybe it's not the same show, but, like... There's some Disney show where the character is the same age as John Cena. And then they did, like, a side-by-side... Oh, yeah, that's Hannah Montana. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I'll, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> and, like, you see that adorable, let's call him, kid... And then you see where John Cena should be, and all you see is background imagery. But right, yeah. <laughs> but so Cole Sprouse, who um, was accused of, so Cole Sprouse is my age. He's twenty six. Um, he was accused in twenty thirteen. Okay. Uh, like, this is what this Twitter account was trying to accuse him of. In, in twenty thirteen, he sexually harassed a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there's like a video of him at like some frat party so 2013 we were 19 20 years old right um and like so the video that they're accusing him of you can see he's flirting with this girl right and she's enjoying it like she's flirting back and this twitter account was like oh i can i can eat this up and i can call it sexual harassment right and so it was like and and those are the people that need to shut up like no, there was no reason for you to do that, right? And then later, after they accused all these people of different things, they were like, see how stupid the internet is? You guys will believe anything. And it's like, you just invalidated so many people mm-hmm. just by doing that. Yeah. You know, like, you're part of the problem. And, like, I get that the, the military is normally more progressive, right? Like, the military normally implements things first. And then the federal government will implement it everywhere else, right? Like, uh, desegregation was first implemented in the military before it was implemented anywhere else. Um, don't ask, don't tell was well long ago in 2013. Uh, so don't ask, don't tell was repealed. Repealed, that's what I mean. Like, it wasn't. It was repealed actually while I was in boot camp. Yeah. Um, in 2011. Mm. Um, uh, uh. Yeah, uh-huh. there, was, there was somebody in my class in 2013 that was like lauding something that happened in the spring of 2013. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It happened while I was in boot camp. I know that okay. uh, because we had we had a huge sit down and was like, "Hey, this isn't a thing anymore." Uh, so I was like, "Oh, oh okay, or <laughs> yeah. we're doing that now, okay." Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we we are the first people to like the military was the first to you know accept gays or whatever um and i i guess they're a little behind the curve on trans um but especially I, in the last couple of years but i feel but, like yeah. that's a generational thing because mm. gen z and um some millennials will say i think are like way ahead of the curve right and so it's causing the military to kind of find fall behind um, yeah. which 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like that's no. that's well, good. It's, it's just a like a clash of generations. Like you were saying, like most leadership in military is older, partly because to be a leader, generally you have to put your time in, and it takes time to get that time. Right. In. Like we're not hiring people. Yeah. From outside who are you know you there 22 year old philosophy major. Yeah. You want to be an admiral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be good, though? Oh, that'd be hilarious. I'm not uh, saluting him. If I, were, if I were in the military, I would not salute that dude. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of stuff like that, you know? So, like, we're, you know, the military's typically the first, but we're, military's falling a little bit behind the curve just because I think the generations are are getting way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think that's a good thing. Um, what I don't think is a good thing is... Um, some of these generations feeling like they need to pander um to um you know whatever cause they feel like they need to pander to i don't think pandering is the answer ever um if you support the cause support the cause you know when like if you're not so like i'm not black right so i can't right (laughs) so i can confirm so i can't like sit here and be like i know exactly what it's like to be discriminated against and you know because of my skin color and blah blah like i can just be like so this is what i know and like i ain't never been shot by a cop so you know fuck if i know i feel for you guys like that's all i can do right Mm. um but as somebody who also does not want to be shot by a cop yeah maybe (laughs) like i can be like i also don't want to be shot by a cop so i don't know what would make you want to be shot by a cop so like you definitely probably don't so i'm going to support you in any way i can right but there are people who um like just because they're in a celebrity position or like a business position feel like they need to say something right it's like no no you don't you don't need to say anything all right just shut up yeah let everyone have their moment yeah give the money don't make a stand yeah don't don't be don't play the victim don't say so like i'm a gamer right you're and, responsible and uh-huh. so um the setup kind of makes sense for that. Yeah. <laughs> so steam uh didn't say anything valve i should say valve didn't say anything they were like oh man okay this is in our area and so they went hands off mm-hmm. um not to say that they were against Black Lives Matter. Or, they know, just in one way or another kind of thing. Yeah, they, they were just like, like "Oh, okay, this isn't." I'm gonna head out. Anybody want any lunch? Yeah, this isn't our lane. Yeah, and um, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, um, okay. Go ahead. And so, um, but Epic Games, who's you know Valve's competitor, um, took a huge stand in like Black Lives Matter. But like, if you go back and look at their posts, it was pandering. It was straight up fucking pandering, and I don't like it. And then on top of that. They were like, who are you going to choose? The white supremacist Valve or us? Oh, that's kind of... And it was like, whoa! Yeah, if you couch it that way and you're, like, giving a choice, then it's like, well, maybe maybe I should have already... Or maybe the choice has already been made for me. Kind of yeah, so it was like, okay, because I support Valve, I'm now racist? Yeah. Like, yeah. just because they didn't say anything? Yeah. Like, get, get out of here, you know? And it's the same thing with these sexual assault cases right like i I, i'm a male and you know i look like a white male so i don't know what it's like but hell i fucking feel for you and if there's anything i can do let me know yeah uh but god damn yeah it is getting back on our uh (laughs) 
we just found the we just got a our signal back on the Google Maps, so we're getting back on the main road after that uh, <laughs> nice country detour. We had two flat tires, had to change those, and three Confederate flags. But three Confederate flags, it's fine. It, it was par for the course. David got us a couple of funny looks, but we're good. Yeah, <laughs> heard a shotgun, and I was like, oh, I can change this tire faster. Um, <laughs> so getting back on the road of what we were talking about with now specialist Gian, um and these cases it I mean yeah like there is no way around it like it is terrible for not just her and her family but any of the myriad of cases that are like hers that hopefully and and or thankfully didn't end in the same way that hers did but that that doesn't diminish what happened to the other people. And, and it, I paused right there because I was going to say, and it's not just women that it happens to. I mean, because it is men too, but like, right. I, I don't want to like, I don't mean that as a like, well, it's not just women. Like it, it's it primarily happens. women. It, yeah. But it happens. But to it men happens. Too. It is not. Yeah, it happens. Um, and I think one of the things that, was interesting coming out of uh, coming out of this is I don't know if we had talked about this before but did I mention what Tulsi Gabbard had said? Y- yeah, 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 you did. Here? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? I don't know. Well, the editor can figure it out. But oh god, <laughs> no. I think I think uh, we talked offline about this, but um, in case I'm repeating myself for those listening in on our private conversation. Um, one thing that Tulsi Gabbard had said actually I think I did say this Yeah, she's 17 years in but she's a congresswoman or representative from Hawaii I'm not sure if we're supposed to say which one but 17 years as a service member so she is one of a handful probably in Congress with experience hands-on in the military to see things from the inside as opposed to people who just sit on committees with no military experience. Since most of Congress is now draft dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> most of the government, the, the three branches. Um, but one thing when she, when Representative Gabbard was addressing the press. She was saying, like, hey, we've made changes, whether we was DOD or Congress or whatever, but these changes obviously have not gone far enough. Um, And issues or incidents, rather, incidents like what happened to Specialist Guillen and others, they just ruin the integrity and cohesiveness of a unit, which anyone who does or has served in the military can attest to like not necessarily the things that have to be this severe but if there's an issue it will rear its head because military can be like high school in some ways where oh yeah like whispers go around like word of mouth travels super quickly and like i was saying before perception is reality whether it should or shouldn't be doesn't matter it is 
and these tendencies or uh, traits or things that people hear about you or say about you can carry on whether you want them to or not. Um, but, you know, Congresswoman Gabbard also said, hey, I've tried to introduce the Military Justice Improvement Act, which is kind of when we were talking earlier about this uh, during the Black Lives Matter conversation, this separate entity that isn't, you know, it's just made of private citizens or whatever and say like, okay, well, the cops did this in this incident. We think that is cool or isn't cool. So we think A or B. That's kind of what she was trying to get at with this law is like taking the justice um, process out of the hands of like a military court or military tribunal or what have you and putting it into an independent transparent body that gives you a path towards justice so that you can safely report outside of the chain of command and you should almost have the military investigate the police and the police investigate the military you just have a shoot off at that point <laughs> Considering the police have shot black service members, and who knows? Yeah. Also, yeah, well, but we also have weapons. <laughs> that's true. Also, wasn't the DC was the DC sniper a former military? Oh, probably. The I think the guy who uh, a few years ago shot like four or five cops in Dallas was former military but that's the thing like you well, wasn't the vegas guy former military too does i was gonna say you hear so many stories of people who are like former military former either former military and or former cop and they you know the the news or whatever wants to say they lost it or whatever it's like this obviously Did gets into, this obviously <laughs> gets into a, a deeper issue of like mental health and what we're doing for the people that some of us even if we fly Confederate flags, think are our, you know, we should support support the troops. Like, you're just doing lip service? Or, like, if you want to support them, like, find out what they need. Because I know quite a few troops. I have known, I do know, I have a few in my family. To varying degrees, they all need some help. Yeah. And just placating them with words of like oh, support the troops and flying a flag and like letting them take the field before the opening kickoff of the Redskins game or something which uh, for sure change Cur- it currently under review right for now for sure change it <laughs> <laughs> that plays that 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 flag's under review um the like, name the name is under review actually like sure. the NFL commissioner is meeting and they're figuring it out Oh. <laughs> well, after years. Well, it's good that he's taking a stand on some big issue, even though you know Kaepernick was a thing. Yeah, you know, guy Kaepernick fired, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's all good. Any ideas of what the name could or should be? The Washington Nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> Washington, not Redskins. Hey, but they just, uh, just put an asterisk on the existing helmet. So to uh, give a shout out to California, uh, the LA Chargers are actually they actually gave Colin Kaepernick a tryout. So they're the only NFL team so far to give Colin Kaepernick a tryout. Mm. Um, so I think that I think that says a lot. So that's 
so I'm curious again as somebody who doesn't really care about NFL or whatever but like I wonder like I guess the best time to sign cap would be now right but then are you also whoever does is probably gonna at least from some group face like a oh you're just being opportunistic well so I think it's important because he was a San Francisco 49er right Mm. Uh, so he's getting a tryout with the same state that technically like shunned him and got rid of him you know okay so he, he's getting granted i considered san francisco southern oregon but that's a whole different thing um but it's the same state so i, I feel like that's important um and maybe maybe that's why the Chargers took it on um to be like hey like that's not all of us <laughs> um not all california uh yeah. you know southern california still good <laughs> uh yeah. but you know i I, th- I think it's important uh so i don't know we'll see how it all goes but i mean that even supposes that there's a season but <laughs> yeah, well hey we'll figure that out hashtag eventually. second wave everybody everybody wear your masks on the field but we're wearing masks no those are helmets oh, okay um so one of, so one other thing not getting away from special skiing yeah but related to our conversation on horrible stuff that happens in the military and i hate to say it combines our two conversations just because this service member is black but because of the injustices that happened with george floyd and then how they brought a resurgence of a hey, remember, there was this case in Kentucky, uh, Breonna Taylor, and then Ahmaud Arbery, and then just everyone, 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 everyone. One other one that I had not necessarily heard of, and it's from 15 years ago, roughly, I think, um, was uh, a service member, Lavina Johnson, who was serving overseas. I forget which theater, so I'm not going to say it and be wrong but just serving overseas um she died over there um died we'll get to that um basically she was found she had teeth knocked out she had a black eye oh i yeah i did i did read about this one yeah i remember yeah now. the names that's the thing like, like we were saying earlier there's so many like how can you keep track? But maybe sometimes, unfortunately, after me saying two or three horrible things, you're like, oh, yeah, that one. So, so yeah. it's, it's sad to me because 15 years ago, right? Yeah. So I've been working with the military for nine years now. And, like, it's sad to me that that was only six years before I got involved with the military. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth out, black eye, chin split, broken nose. The pictures, she's bloody. Acid burns to her genitals. DOD rules it a suicide. Yeah, like, someone is going to... Like, that's the thing, too. Like, think of it as, like, a dude. Do you really think a dude is going to fucking pour acid on his balls? No. 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 So no woman is going to pour acid on her fucking vagina. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, like, why would you... Where do you even get acid? I mean, granted, you're in a war zone. Maybe there's a reason, like, batteries or 
or whatever, but like to have that forethought. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this is what I'm going to do. This feels good. Yeah, this feels I've used right. Nair before on my legs. I've Nair'd my head. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's it's not good, no, right? Like, definitely not. And, like, as soon as you start smelling that burnt hair, you're like, oh, oh, I've made no. A <laughs> yeah. So, for some... For, for this sort of thing to be ruled as, like, a, oh, suicide, which means she did all this stuff to herself is like how like how how how, how do you knock teeth out yourself and the fact that like so her dad got suspicious at the funeral like he i think i'm i'm mixing up details so i don't want to like one way or another if anybody wants to look this up for their edification please do but i i think so i've heard two things dad got suspicious at the funeral or army insisted on closed casket funeral which may have made dad suspicious at funerals yeah it could be could be a chain of events and the army initially refused to divulge anything until somebody i forget if this is a family or some or a third party like you're saying like these other people uh did a freedom of information act request and then that's when the the details that we just talked about came to light and then it's like well that's not kosher so like you know there's a lot of stuff that we can kind of point to like well that was the times and you know and that's why it got swept under the rug right but 15 years ago that was 2005 yeah like it's 21st century like anyone who's listening to this podcast right now we're was alive almost close to the iphone or the, uh, the iphone yeah yeah iPhone was 2007 or something? Yeah. Not to conflate the two or whatever. So, like, like, it it was recent. And, like, you can't think of it as, like, oh, well, you know, like, it sucks, but that happened in the 70s. Like, no, no, no. That happened, like, yesterday. Imagine that happened yesterday. You don't have to imagine. Oh, well. Vanessa Guillen. Yeah. (laughs) That happened a month ago. Two months ago. And... That's not even say, like so. I have a and they're few, still investigating. Like that's not even done yet. Like they're still going. Like, what does it take? This is a real thing. This is a real issue. It's right there. Do it. It's yeah. right in front of you. Like just look. I have a lot of uh, not a lot, but a few friends. Um, mostly female, not exclusively, but mostly. But like on their Facebook, like they're reposting things all around this where. The hashtag is I am Vanessa Guillen. Right. And it, it's kind of like the military me too, at least for right now. And just, you know, of the posts I've been able to click on and like you see, or like the previews, it's all like my NCO or my CO or somebody in, in charge of me. Yeah all leadership or like there was one it was position of power one that i remember distinctly of the many that i read and i'm sure if i went back and looked at them again i could we could do another hour just like reading back and forth tweets but like or posts but one was you know she said i was violently raped on a carrier in the middle of the ocean i was told if i reported They'd throw me overboard. I would never be seen again. Yeah. This was 30 years ago. 
like 30 years like whatever we're talking about whether it's the 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 horrible the horrible assault in the military or the horrible assault towards black people from law enforcement it's not a oh this just happened now or this is a new problem this is an ongoing thing they're both horrific one thing i would say is what makes the military one i'm not comparing so please don't don't at me but like (laughs) the the one that is especially horrifying about the military ones is this is usually military on military where you both swore an oath to like hey the same oath you swore the same oath. yeah i love this country i will give my life for this country i didn't mean to give my life in this way and i am trusting that you have my back because i'm gonna have yours and then you do this to me like that's where the trust goes out the window like and i i don't know it's it's Ah, it's I mean obviously it's it's heartbreaking like that's like the obvious thing to say but it's like it's super frustrating because you know you you think of you know there are those movies like Band of Brothers Saving Private Ryan but name a military movie and it's like all oh, this camaraderie like Forrest Gump I have to save Baba like like there's all of this and then to have one of your own screw you over is like it's it's frustrating it's to say the least like it shouldn't obviously it shouldn't happen but it for sure you shouldn't have to worry about it happening inside your own quote-unquote house and that it has happened multiple times with many examples you can google and that it probably is still happening to this day i mean Specialist skin was only like I said two months ago. Like, who's to say how many cases there have been that have gone silent or haven't been reported yet? And she was what nineteen, twenty years old. Yeah, like, like there was one. There's so the age thing made me think. Like another one of those stories. Like I, I, I remember from like when I was talking about the 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 sailor from thirty years ago who was told she'd be thrown overboard. Is there was another one? Was like. I was, you know, 19 or so. I forget what how long ago this was, but that shouldn't matter because this sort of thing shouldn't happen at any time and can be timeless, unfortunately, is I was 19 or 20, just got out of boot camp. I'm at my first station. I was assaulted by my CO and basically told, oh, it's because you're fresh meat. It's like... That's the impre- that's the first impression you want somebody defending this country, giving their life for this country to have, and you're setting them up for that, and then you still want them to go to bullshit trainings and have pride in what they're doing. Like, not saying all their pride is stripped. Like, they can still have pride in what they do, but like, you are not helping that, and you should not only should you not be a leader. Obviously, you should be castrated thrown in jail burned alive maybe visit epstein island like maybe you know maybe you commit suicide with bullets to the back of the head but like two of them two yeah just to be safe make sure you got it just one under each 
side of the cerebellum. Cerebellum. Cerebellum, thank you. Um, (laughs) That's the one that controls emotions. That's why I don't know it. (laughs) I mean, I've said too much. But yeah, it's very frustrating. As, As somebody who knows quite a few military people and love those military people that I do know, like, past and present um you know the fact that not necessarily that maybe they specifically have had to but like their brothers and sisters or just the general fraternity and sorority or camaraderie of the brothers and sisters in arms have to deal with this is sad even though as we said before like the military is kind of a microcosm of society this is kind of like a special microcosm and there are certain things you would hope that you wouldn't have to deal with from your own side like this is the crappiest form of friendly fire so with that being said and i'm going to close with this because we are at quite the quite the time frame oh my Uh, god yeah so we after 9-11 we really started this this thing if you see something say something mm. and um, I th- I truly believe that that needs to apply to more than just terrorism I think it needs to apply to Black Lives Matter it needs to apply to uh, sexual harassment sexual assault uh, it, I think it needs to apply to almost all aspects of life if you see something, say something. We're all human beings. Help, help your your brother or sister out. You know, just because they're they're not blood, just because they don't look like you, doesn't mean they're not another human being. Yeah. And I, I, if you say something, you might save a life. Just like with the terrorism, and like if you see a bag lying around that's you know suspicious looking, if you see something, say something. Um, now that's not to say like just go out and start crying wolf yeah crying wolf to the world you know make sure you actually see something Um, and if you don't see anything don't tell the victim that they're wrong you know just be like okay yeah just because I didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen yeah just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen don't just say something that's like I thought I saw it or (laughs) Yeah, make make I sure. I feel like I saw it. A hundred percent, you saw it, yeah. right? And then if you didn't see anything, just don't say anything. Just be like, all right, I didn't know that, I didn't see that, so I'm gonna let you do whatever it is you need to do, and however I can help you, let me know, and I'll do so. Yeah. Um, it's important. Um, yeah. I think one last thing I would say is the two topics that we discussed this, uh, this night. Um, one of them came from, uh, something that killer Mike, who's this, uh, Atlanta rapper run the jewels. Um, but he's also like this big, uh, political or social, more social, not political advocate. And this came in the wake of all of the Atlanta things. I think specifically the Ahmad Arbery thing, because that was a Georgia thing. Right. Um, also in the heels of George Floyd, but especially once the Ahmaud Arbery thing came to light, um, the mayor of Atlanta, Mayor uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, 
Like, she held a press conference and Killer Mike was there. And he's spoken out on many issues throughout the years, and he's a good voice. He's had a few interviews with uh, Senator Sanders, not just this uh, campaign cycle, but I think, like, between, like, since the last cycle, and he's got some, some good things. But one thing he said around the protests and everything happening for Black Lives Matter, I think also can apply um, with the, the military justice uh, aspect. Uh, as an example, there is a, a march going on tomorrow in Houston. July 4th, just to be July, clear. Sorry, yes. Uh, July 4th in, I believe, Houston uh, for Specialist Guillen. Killer Mike's approach was a five-step approach. Plot, plan, strategize, organize, mobilize. So you can do these things. Like, you can show up to a protest. You can get the voice known, the word out there. But then it's like, and then what? What do you do to change things. I think in this particular instance, he was talking, again, like I said, Black Lives Matter more so than um, the military stuff because that wasn't his wheelhouse at that point. His thing was do your thing at the at the ballot box. Put the people in that you want, that you think will, ch- will be the change that you want to see in the world. And I think there are different levels of that, and I think Maybe not necessarily on the electoral level, but we can somehow encourage each other to be that change that we want to see for, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a service member or you have a service member, brother or sister, or you were one or you know someone who is, or I don't know, you're just a decent person you know if it means calling your your senator or your congressperson if they're even there plot plan strategize organize and then to the extent that you're able to during these covid times mobilize all right guys uh as always thank you for joining us uh, you can find us on Facebook at Teller Talks Podcast and Instagram under the same name. Um, I know we normally say the email, but last episode we didn't, so it, it's the same thing at gmail.com. Uh, no one emails anymore, so uh, unless you're, it'll make them go look at or listen to a last episode to go find it. Yeah, right. So there you go. I'm trying to get extra listens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, David, once again, thank you for joining me. I I love having you on here. It's a great time always. Thank you for having me, sir. Uh, and. Uh, We'll catch you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.